Take it to the back with you Same nigga walking track with you Same nigga shot a strap with you Same nigga bought a sack with you 19 touching two birds Alpina's off a few swerves Gray leather in my white Lincoln Shit smelling like a new purse Two C's on my bitch shit My money rising like bitch quick Six words help you get this Rich rapper on some crib shit I pray for blessings as a young nigga Not to learn the hard lessons of a drug dealer Triple life with a gang enhancement The judge triple white and he hates your blackness He slammed the gavel with a racist passion Got you waiting on the pills but your patience passing And all you got to offer is a fight It's too late to run to Christ once you caught up in this life Look Tears, they don't fly here And if you don't die here, you're supposed to fly Lears 365 here is like a dog year No wonder why these niggas 20 and got white hairs Stressing like they 40 and some change Slowly in this game, all my homies is in pain And Brody is the slang, but it don't mean he your brother It don't mean you can trust him It don't mean that he love you And we was raised wrong, but we stayed strong And when we kept it real, we got faked on And when we showed up, we got flaked on why them niggas story getting cake homes? I bet my life I'm a dice shaker Electric lights on a skyscraper It's up and downs for a real nigga But you'll be lame all your life, hater Mac 10 in my black Benz Show me signals of betrayal, can't be back friends Long flights get my mind right Victory to me is when you spend your time right Victory to me is when you get your grind right Victory to me is when you get your minds right Niggas got this shit twisted Like Jean-Michel Basquiat destroyed his pictures Self-inflicted homicide, don't pull the trigger I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute Regardless what you went through, regardless what you been through I feel like I got to tell you, you got something to contribute One, two, one, two. You got in there. Alright, check it, check it. Welcome to the first anniversary of Just Another Day podcast. 
I'm here with my co-host, Hall Monitor. Devin's at work making that moolah. Of course, not thinking about us. Um, we have a special guest today, actually, for our first anniversary. A good friend of mine that I grew up with, Arthur. What up? What's bracken, dog? What's cracking? It's an honor to have an old friend come through to do the podcast. And uh, it's even more honoring to have someone that face. Obviously, we grew up in the same area. And we face different types of uh, ad- adversaries. I can't even see the fucking Adversities. <laughs> you know, we both went separate ways. I went one way, he went the other. And yeah. he's here to talk about that other side that I have no experience of. And only a few people have experienced it. But in my experience, I've only seen a handful of people get out of that. Pretty much. Yeah. So we have here Arthur. Round of applause for Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Just you know, living life one day at a time, man. What else right? can you do, you know? Um, how's your day? Uh pretty good, man. You know, just wake up in the morning like anybody else, just you know, just go to work and hustle it out and grind it out and just you know, make that money. Make that money. You know, I, I seen your post on uh, Snapchat. I was looking at your Snapchats because you guys always do the trailers and shit. Yeah, that's where the money's at, right? Yeah, pretty much, man. On you know the weekends, we do mostly fleets, mostly oh, fleet services. So it's just uh, we're pretty uh, we're pretty busy on the weekends, you know. Um, it was funny because I had an argument with my girl, and I told her, and that alley right there specifically, Kroger Street. You're either a painter or a car wash guy. Yeah. One or the other. Or a construction guy. A construction guy. Yeah. But it's mostly those two. We're like competing. Like, yeah, because, you know, the construction guy tends to make a little bit more and that food yeah. gets out a little quicker, you know. And like <laughs> maybe one or two. <laughs> yeah. One or two is doing something different. But usually we have either a painter. You're either a painter or a car wash guy because it's more of us. Yeah. And uh, that proves to you like wherever um, you grow around with, like say if we were all bank tellers or we're all money getters and shit yeah, like yeah. that we would grow into that specific type of trade yeah but we don't have that we're uh we don't we only get as far unless we all go wander yeah. around and shit well i was uh you know i was blessed to get into this trade you know because my uncle you know when he started the business back in 99 you know that was just him and um, a couple of my cousins my uncle you know and they would go out and watch trucks yeah. you know cars whatever they could uh they actually started washing uh floors gas station floors they the first uh the first, yeah pressure wash oh, the first account was right here on anaheim boulevard and uh, the ampm oh shit they no way. Go, yeah they would go in the nights and uh they would wash the floors and you know that was actually one of their first uh first gigs but then you know after that it just took off you know and, and now yeah. you know 20 21 years later 22 years it's, it's and fucking, they gave us that blueprint yeah because it honestly it's not you know bad and shit um it gets us off to stay busy, make money, and yeah. there's money to make. A lot of people don't understand that you can make a lot of money in car. Yeah, work. you just gotta get out and do it, bro. Yeah. I mean, the the anybody can have a van, you know, uh, you know, equipment, all that shit. I mean, I'm not talking shit on anybody, you know, anybody's hustle, and, and you know, you get it how you get yours, but you know, anybody can have a van and and you know have it there, but it's just how you get it done, you know, and get and out, get ganas. your name out there. And yeah, echale ganas and just you know. I remember when you used to work with you Fernie. You're the business yeah. guy. Before you answer the phone, what's up? Uh, you need us? Oh, shit. We'll be there in 30 minutes. It's going to be this much. How many yeah. cars? 
All right, cool. If you could get us a couple more cars, we'll give you a discount. I, I, you know, I remember you would pull out your phone, dog. I'm like, this motherfucker, (laughs) shit. Yeah, like I already got my car washed, dog. You're down to wash it again. Damn. (laughs) Yeah, those, those. I wasn't my, uh, you know, my bad times at the time. I wasn't Mm -hmm. all, all like 100 there. But even though I wasn't there, I was just still fucking hustling, you know, trying to make something, you know. But uh, fucking backtrack before we get into the good shit, you know, uh, we wanna. I've always told you, like, bro, I'm going to get you on the podcast one of these days. This yeah. was, like, a year ago, basically. Yeah, yeah. And I told him, I want that special day, and it's here, the first anniversary. Um, How many episodes have you heard? I've heard all of them already. All of them? Yeah. How does it feel to actually be in one? Yeah, it's crazy, you know. Just <laughs> like, listening to, because, uh, you know, I, I listen to podcasts a lot. You know, I listen to uh, I listen yeah. to a lot of different shit. Yeah. Mostly, mostly like Joe Rogan, you know. Oh, Joe Rogan, yeah, his conspiracy theories and yeah, shit. Yeah, listen to a lot. That's just crazy though. It makes you think some. He, yeah, about. he's a very uh, knowledgeable dude, you know, and uh, he has a lot of uh, a lot of crazy aspects on, yeah. on everything. You know, he he can be on the left and the right. It's crazy, you know. If you just really listen to that guy. Have you ever seen his videos on YouTube when he kicks yeah. a fucking bag? I would not like to get kicked by that fool. Yeah, hell no. That fool's a, oh, that fool's a strong beast. That fool's a beast. Kicks. Yeah, he, he's like a. I it's only known him as Fear Factor guy losing his hair, but then you see him going to the UFC as a commentator, and then he's yeah. doing all this shit. On he went in as a, as a young guy, you yeah, know. He, he, he was a, a martial arts martial artist, or whatever. You know, since he was a uh, since he was in his twenties. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he's like 54, 52, something like that. So yeah. he's, he's all in, you know. And that guy is he's pretty fit. <clears throat> That's fucking dope, dog. I can't wait to be fit again. It's just that like when you're working a lot, you're just fucking busy and you just want to get home and relax. Yeah, same here, man. I mean, I used to, uh, you know, I, I bought a weight set and everything, and then you know started hitting it a couple times uh, at home, you know. And but after a while, you just like get that laziness in. You just <laughs> fucking, you know, you hold back a little bit. But I gotta get back in there though, you know, and start start hitting that weights again. And yeah, I wanted to start because uh, we had a bunch of guests, you know, um, music wise. Uh, we had uh, career-wise, just random shit, you know, like relationships, someone that wants to be something, they haven't hit it yet. But on this topic that we're going to talk about is like, we haven't hit this topic yet because I didn't know how to approach it, you know? But from the past, I want to, since we're on a one-year anniversary, I probably want to mention, I'm going to ask Hall Monitor first, what's your favorite episode? So far? So far. Uh, I've always enjoyed the guests, for sure. I mean, obviously, Doughboy Tony is a highlight for me. Um, I think Friendsgiving. Friendsgiving? Yeah, Friendsgiving. Cause that one was, was pretty cool. Friendsgiving, uh, I mean, it was just all over the place. And it you was weren't here for Friendsgiving, but we had a Friendsgiving podcast episode. <laughs> yeah. Peachy almost got down. Oh yeah, I heard about that. You one. heard about that yeah. one? <laughs> that shit was I heard, funny. Yeah. I heard it got taken care of too after. So. Oh yeah, <laughs> no, before and after. Oh shit, yeah. So um, yeah, there is there is a lot of shit that went on that day, but it was it was good, you know, because we had a we had a fight, we had meat, we had food. It was cool. A yeah. couple people showed up. Yeah. Will we do it this year? Maybe not. I'm still debating on it. The whole the whole vibe, the whole like scene, like just like having like people around, like it just. It felt really different compared to like probably all the other episodes. Yeah. You know? If my mom asked me like, "Dude, I've seen all your friends. I've never seen many of these motherfuckers here." <laughs> I'm like, "We're trying to do something different, you know." Yeah. But. It was funny. I mean, your I mean, your mom's always so kind because I always I feel like the only time she ever sees me is like, "Need to rest real quick." 
<laughs> he was okay. He's like, yeah, it's, come in. He knows you as that one guy that comes and takes a piss in my restroom. But I'm always clean. I'm not salpicado. Um, honestly, I'm just going to say every episode is my favorite episode in different ways, you know, because there's a memory in each one of them. And uh, it's weird that it's been a year and we're recording this shit still. I'm going to check if I fucking recorded this. Hold on. Let me check the camera. Yeah. Oh. yeah. But, uh, aside, I mean, aside of the Friendsgiving one, I mean, uh, recording? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of them have been really fun to listen to. But, I mean, when you're a part of it, it's it's kind of different because you remember, like, oh, shit, did I really talk about that? Fuck. Uh, well, for, from my point of view, from somebody who's just a, a straight listener, you know, like, yeah, I don't really have a favorite one either, just like your answer. Um, you know, each one of them is just like another step up for me, you know. Yeah. Better. yeah. Like, you just want to hear one and then hear another, and then, you know. Yeah. But that's just that's just for me because I'm a listener. Like, you know, um, okay. me and Devin have talked about it, of how we want to approach it. Because a lot of it is all shits and giggles. But we also talk about serious shit experiences uh, i haven't mentioned ours yet there's some still that i need to talk about but i haven't hit it yet because i want to plot it i want to have it perfect you know because yeah. there's stories that need to be told out there and um to be honest the funny part is that uh the doughboy tony one is the one that had me the most nervous yeah, same here. I was fucking, you know, rapper from Santa Ana. Yeah. Fucking, I was in my girl's pad, and I'm just pacing back and forth. I'm like, dude, I'm fucking nervous. My <laughs> palms are sweaty. I was I was preparing myself at home, too. Just, But even that wasn't back here, you know, it was just you guys. But so just having a guess at that, like, for me, it felt like, okay, like, someone that's pretty much out there, like, you know, he's working with, like, you know, good up, other artists, you know, he's, 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 he's known, like, pretty much throughout... The country, like he's not like fucking like YG famous, but you'll get there. Yeah, for sure he's. Yeah, he's get got there. a he's got a good style. I heard his stuff on on my. No, oh, definitely like you supporter of his of him, you know, like. Bro, I was fucking so nervous on that one, because we're starting this shit out and we're having a big name already in here. Yeah. We're just like, what the fuck? Like, I know that motherfucker right there, you know. And it's cool. Like later on, we'll probably end up doing more. Yeah, for sure. And it'll be dope. Let's see what kind of artists we could get. I've seen other people's podcasts and they get whoever they can, but I want real motherfuckers. You don't know that fake shit. Because Doughboy Tony is cool as fuck. We met him after and before, and he's fucking humble and shit. But I want to meet his type of caliber, you know? Yeah, they have yeah. stories and shit. Yeah. None of these fools that try to fake shit. I don't want that. I think I think we're going to get there. I mean, as far as like, and like obviously episode 30, there's definitely a lot of growing that we that I mean we've all done as uh, human beings. And just even like going back to the re-recordings, to the recordings, mm-hmm. it's like, damn, okay, like we've improved so much or, you know, as well, you guys. And I say we because, I mean, it, I mean I'm mean, i part of the team as well. So, I mean, it's, it's it feels fucking nice to really see like how much, how much of a growth it's been since the yeah. first episode to, to now episode. And to like now making videos, putting content. The and, funny part is that Hall Monitor used to be a fan. And then he joined us out of fucking nowhere. But uh, what episode did you join in? I fucking forgot. Uh, I mean, Friendsgiving was one. The one with the three. The Friendsgiving friends, was the first one, right? Three friends, one. Uh, but yeah, but after that, like I wasn't really like around too much. No, but you were around like setting cameras and yeah, shit. Yeah, up yeah. And I shit. think that yeah, he was like in the background. And yeah, he was hear, always in the back. He was like, oh, he's monitor doing something <laughs> back. <laughs> you know? And then yeah, he came in. And that's now, that's now when I started hearing more. More on the side over here next to Devin. But I like it. Honestly, I enjoy it. I feel like, like, I mean, to me, it's always been a dream of mine to be some sort of a radio host, just somewhere behind a mic 
And I feel like, you know, starting somewhere where it's like organic and it's fresh and it's really nothing that's been made like already. It's something that's in, in progress, it's in process. That's where I, I know that, you know, that there's a lot of potential and just being a part of this team, it's, it's a blessing. And I'm just, I'm super excited because I know with the content that we're gonna be making, like, you know, it's just, it's, it's more growth. Yeah. Um, on top of that, I mean, it feels really nice. Like I told him the other day, uh, our mailman uh, for my work, I mean, he, he came in and he's like, hey, are you in a podcast? And I'm like, I was thrown back. I'm like, what the fuck? I've seen you for a whole year. You're asking me if I've been, I'm on a podcast. <laughs> in my mind, I'm like, not really, but yes, really. And uh, he's like, you know, I, I follow Castro. There's this and that. Like, I've I seen you in, on the tags. I'm like, you're a home monitor. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah, that's I was just, I was cheesing about it. I was like, fuck. That's what's up, dog. Fuck. And he's like, yeah, dude, I'm on episode four right now. I'm like, fuck, for real? Like, yeah, dog. I'm like, literally, I've been fucking, like, from minute one to fucking ending. That's what's up, dog. Like, how does that feel? Uh, to me, it felt fucking great. Because I'm like, I was, I would never expect somebody fucking to, like, Ask me that type of question because I feel like I'm not even, I'm not even the main dude. You know what I mean? Like, so it's just I'm part of the team, but Hamonor is the goat. That's fucking hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> He's got fans. That's hilarious. No, I think Devin's got the most fucking girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you I hating? Even, I wasn't even talking about those, but yeah. <laughs> I feel like I know. I know who's the one. I it's because <laughs> Devin brings in this intellect. Like the way he talks, the way it's just like, you know, that's the guy. He's husband material. For sure. He's husband material to the max. Shit. If I was a high knot, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it was I think it was fucking hilarious when when you were like uh on the previous one or one OC Hood, maybe. Oh, okay. When he, when he's like we're just waiting for his reaction. He was like it was a genuine reaction, like like looking at it like what the fuck? Really? That fucking happened? <laughs> nah, dog. The change is materialistic. Nah, bro, Fuck bro, that. bro. You could, you could, you could sense the tone in his voice, how it changes. And it was like pure fucking, like good fucking uh, uh, advice. You know what I mean? Like it was just coming mm-hmm. from the heart. So yeah, now, I can, I can see why yeah. females fucking like dig that. You know what I mean? Backtrack to the mailman. Shout out to Martin. Yes, sir. He used to hook me up at Subway when he used to work right here in Subway, right next to CVS. And also backtrack if you guys have listened to the uh, last podcast. I forgot what episode it was, but I did talk about that one time I almost got jumped at DTF. I do remember. At Revolution. Martin happened to be one of those security guards that helped me out in that fight. I remember that episode. He's one of the ones that helped me out. He's the one that told, told, me, yeah. told me, like, hey, you good? I'm like, nope. These motherfuckers want to fuck me up. <laughs> that's what's up. It's, that's, that's crazy. That's it's a, a small world. So when you texted me that, I was like, Martin, who? And then I, and then you told me who, and I was like, oh, I know who that motherfucker. That's and a homie I, and right I would, there. I would have never thought, like, I would have never fucking guessed. Like, it's just, like I said, like, it just It's a small cool. world. It felt fucking cool because, like, I had, like, my coworkers, like, looking at me like, you do podcasts? I'm like, well, kind of not really. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't right. listen to him because I'm talking shit on you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. He has That's crazy. But, you know, that shit, it's cool, you know, like, you get to, uh, Tell your story. And a lot of people have a story to tell. And uh, that's why we're going to mention here in this one. Um, so me and Arthur grew up here. I live right here. We hung out with the same people. Same people. Uh, yeah. How old were we? Like 12? 11, uh, 12, 13. Yeah. Early teens. teens. Early teens. And I used to hang out with you guys. But <clears throat> I was fortunate enough that my dad knew everybody here. So my dad told every single motherfucker here, like, do not give nothing to this dick right here. Yeah. Don't give him shit. And I know because he, he used to do that shit in front of me. He'd be like, 
he could hang out with you guys and everything, but please don't give him weed. Don't give him this. Don't let him drink. Let him fucking, he likes to be around crowds like you guys. I don't know why, but I never, and cause since, since he said that, I never wanted to be a rebel. So I never even attempted or like, hey, fool, shoot someone right here. I didn't want to yeah. put him in that position or any of my friends in that position to feel guilty about giving me anything. So I would kick it, but I never did anything. And uh, I'm, I'm probably, at that time, I used to get mad if he used to do that shit. But at this moment, I think I'm you're more, more blessed. Like, yeah, I'm glad he did that shit. Hell yeah. But, you know. Because he let you get involved, you know. You yeah, he didn't. He wasn't strict on me. Like, hey, you can't be around them. Because yeah, yeah. my dad liked them. But he's like, they're a little older. Me and Mar- I think me and you and Charlie were the youngest ones. Yeah. Benito, too. But they're older. And I remember I would kick it with Fernie and both these, rest in peace. Yeah. Yeah. And we're just chill right there, and I don't. They will smoke their fucking lungs out, and I'll be right there just fucking with their high. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was very blazing it too. I was. Okay. Yeah, I know you. I, were, I didn't want to throw you under the bus yet, nah, so like, I wanted yeah. you to say, you know, say that shit. Yeah, no, yeah, I, I fucking smoke. You know, it's yeah, legal now, so fucking, you know. We're the same age, but he was more out there. I was like more, you know, more. Um, how would I say, like. Reserve. You were just more a reserved. little bit more like, because uh, yeah, your dad was always just watching you. Yeah. You know, and I know he had that. highs everywhere. Yeah. Though, so and, I didn't want to. Since you have someone like that with you all the time, you come home and that's the person you see. All yeah. I mean, it's just it's different because uh, I don't I don't really have like a father figure mm-hmm. growing up. You know, I didn't have a dad, so it was like I did have uncles and an older brother, but you know, it's it's different. Yeah, it's, it's different. It's not like that. a father, and uh, you know, you just I'm not saying that was fucking. Uh, the reason I was out in the street, but you know, I, I guess it kind of was, you know, it bit, does you know, make a little difference on it. To and, be you honest, know, I wasn't trying to find anything out there, but it was just like me being out there kicking. It was just, it was like, fun. It was just what I did. It was fun. Know? And, and, you know, me and Fernando, you know, we go way back too. So, yeah. you know, his mom knows my and mom. We and we went through it. a lot of fucking yeah. shit. I, fuck, I just when you said that shit, I, my head just went back there. I was like, oh, yeah. fuck, the smell of his was, fucking was house. Was there a time where you guys was, stopped was hanging different. out though? Like after eight <clears> years? Um, well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I got into other stuff and he got into other like, things. Like, when was it that you guys, like, stopped taking it, like, you know, on a daily? Because I'm sure, like, there was a time I think, where, like, I want to say, no, we weren't, we wouldn't play cops and robbers. No. We're more like, no, we didn't, we weren't that far. <laughs> we were already in that store, in that place where you just drink, smoke, Yeah, we were just it. kicking so, like, 14, 15, it. If it was, if there was a group, if there was ever a group chilling in the alley on Kroger, on the street on Kroger, you know, it was just, everybody was chilling. You know, everybody knew Bro, each we're other. We're all so. youngsters. Yeah. Me and, we were the youngest ones right there. Pretty much. To be honest. Yeah. Uh, actually, Jose was a and then sleepy. When, when, uh, when the Shout homie, out to Sleepy. When the homie Toby came came about, he was know, a youngster he was too. A youngster too. This yeah. was way after. Though. Yeah, this was way after. Yeah, that was way after. Way after. I remember that because he was a youngster. Dude. Yeah, he was. He grew up in the same street, same area. I mean, he was, you know, he was thirteen. Up, he was up the street from me, you know. So oh, it was just like, I think about it. He was a big baby. Yeah, he was a big baby. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he was. He was a down guy. Um. Yeah. He, he he has heart. Yeah. He's really uh. He has that soft spot on him, and that's what I really appreciate. He that's why I like being around like, him. Like he can say like, "Hey, you know what? Who's fucking with you? Let's go. Let's go. You know, yeah. who the fuck was it? You know what I mean? Like he's that <clears> type of guy. Yeah. But this was like, that was already ahead. I was already in high school, but when me and him like and Fernie and then we start we stopped kicking it. I think I stopped like around. 
ninth grade, heading to high school, I stopped mm-hmm. being around you guys. Um, I was more focused in school. I was more like straight on edge, like I ain't doing shit. Um, at that time, I already had stopped drinking. It's fucking weird, right? <laughs> what do you mean? I was already drinking before, oh. dog. But I stopped drinking going to freshman year. I was just wanted to be straight edge. Damn. I would go to the gym. I ignore it. All these fools would kick it right here. I said, what's up? And yeah. late. I would go uh, train boxing over there down the street in the YMCA. So I just I, something happened to me in that stage that I was just like focused that I didn't want to deal with anything. I just think a black amount was crack in eighth grade. <laughs> That's crazy. In eighth grade, I was already fucking, you know, already knowing about it. Like, all that bro, shit, bro. I remember, uh, I don't want to put you on blast, but you had a girlfriend. I remember you had a girlfriend, yeah. La Morenia. Yeah. I want to say black. <laughs> La Morenia. Everybody knows what that means anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, wall kicking shit. And that fool, like, pull up, disappear. And then whatever happens, that edge. Yeah. But 13 years old doing that shit already. Yeah, I was fucking up at a young age. I guess it was just uh, meeting the wrong crowd, you know. It was just uh, I never thought I never thought I'd see myself like that, you know. I have a, I have a cousin, you know, who was in that, you know, fucking drugs and fucking up, and even till this day, you know, the guy is in and out of jail. But I don't know if he's doing doing good or not. Like I haven't talked to him or anything, but you know, it's just that that's the only thing I remember from that guy, you know. And uh, you know, when I fell into that shit, it was just uh, a long fucking battle you know long battle you know and you could say everybody's got their own you know like it's like you say all the time yeah everybody's got their own fucking demons you know they're facing and whatnot and for me it was just uh it took a while for me to just get out of it you know it was like a uh like a never-ending fight you're in you're out you're in you're out but you know finally after all these fucking years you know uh I've been fucking clean for like five years, you know, almost. Has already. it been five years? Yeah, like four or five oh, years. Yeah. God, that's a long time. Yeah. Unfortunately, I fell, you know, I fell into the. Well, I mean, fortunately, yeah, but unfortunately, I fell into the fucking, you know, into the palms of the fucking, you know, of meth and shit, you know? Yeah. yeah and, but... and, and, and I just never had the right guidance to get me out. You know, that's what I figured out later on, way later on, you know? I just didn't have the right knowledge. The thing is that, um, Recently, my girl's uh, childhood friend passed away because yeah. of uh, overdose. That's crazy. Bro. And the question she asked is, how come they just don't stop? And I told her, I'm like, I've experienced it of what it does to you. I haven't experienced what it does to me personally. Mm-hmm. But I know that that shit is not something you can control. No, nah, it's, you know, anybody can say that, hey, how come they don't just stop? How come they don't just, you know, just fucking start working or, or or start doing this and start doing that? Well, everybody has a different different level of, you know, of what they're going through. Someone like me, you know, when it, when I wanted to stop was when I hit rock bottom. You know, it was yeah. just my rock bottom. I was done with it. I was sick and tired of just being sick and tired. You know, mm-hmm. I got to the point where I lost everything, lost my family, lost fucking, you know, I was fucking literally on the streets. You know what I mean? <clears throat> so, like going through all that bullshit you know i just fucking said i just i don't know and i said fuck it i'm going to rehab i took myself i didn't really take myself but I, like i took the initiative of changing you know yeah. you could take anybody to rehab but it, it just how many times have you been in rehab it's on you bro how many times have you been in rehab just once once yeah and that's all it took I know, you know so many people that like try to go on like three four five six times yeah i'm not saying that i was you know 
I'm the fucking, you know, I'm the shit or anything. No, like, that's not. all it took, bro. I mean, how it's bad just, do you want it? And yeah, exactly. I seen people in there that said, hey, you know, I've been in here fucking two, three times, uh, you know, and, you know, some people are in there by probation. You know, they're like, I'd rather be here than jail. I was there by choice. I was like, I'm lucky to be here. Fucking, you know, they're giving me this chance to come out on the other side clean and fuck it. You know, I'm going to take it. And, you know, at, for the first time in my life when I was there, I actually felt like, all right, this is something I can fucking, you know, accomplish. I learned a lot about um, <clears throat> about drugs, which ways they affect you the wrong ways, you know, and just different shit that I help you fucking just like not think about it, get past it, you know, and, and just go through it, you know. But it was just all like, okay, like slow down just one day at a time, you know, you can't fucking, you can't just, you know, get off of it. Yeah. That's it, you know. It's it's tough. It's, tough. it's not a light switch. It's nah, not a it's light tough. switch. I mean, you know, I went through a lot of fucking battles and struggles. Um, you know, lost a lot of people, burned a lot of bridges, you know, lost a lot of friends, made a lot of enemies. But even 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 after like if when you were clean, let's say you were hanging out with you know with the friends, you know, and they brought it up, was it still uh tempting? It, it was even you in had ways. to be clean, let's say for three, four months. Yeah, I mean I got this buddy of mine, you know. I'm not gonna say any names, but like as well, as soon as like I was getting clean and doing better, I would uh, Facetime him, and he would be like fucking hitting the pipe right there. You know what I mean? Yeah, like basically saying, "Oh, look what I'm doing," you know, and I'm just like, "Oh man, I don't want to see that," you know. But it was just a reminder, you know, telling me that I don't want to go back to that. Okay, okay. It was just like a a kick in the back, like ah, you know, you don't need to fucking be like that. To be happy anymore, you know, you have other. Other ways to be happy, yeah. you know, because it was just that. So vice that it it, w- it was just like something that um, at first it was like oh you know you get a rush you're fucking chilling blah, 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 and then fucking later on it's just like to be happy to be normal that's what you needed to do and it yeah. was fucking crazy just it's crazy how it like it fucks with your mind bro 100%. literally <clears throat> it literally yes. fucks with your mind and it makes you like fuck everything else and that's all you need. Yeah. For me personally, like I don't think. Not everybody really knows this about me. Um, I mean, weed was my my vice. Obviously, uh, when I turned like twenty years old, I started doing cocaine. Yeah. Uh, I did try cocaine for like maybe you know seven years up until like twenty seventeen, where I had a heart attack. I didn't even know I was having a heart attack wow. for three days. <laughs> for three um, days. For three days. It was it was a minor little heart attack. It was, mm-hmm. um, at the time, I was living with the next girlfriend. You know, I was I was with her for five years, and you know, I was on a binge. From a Friday, from a Friday to Sunday, basically. But yeah. throughout those that those nights, I was having uh, pressure, pain on my on my chest, where I didn't know what the fuck was going on. Like, did I need to go to the hospital? I called the ambulance. The ambulance came. Like, I told him what I have. He's like, "Do you have any anxiety attack? You did cocaine? Just go to bed." All right, whatever. I went to bed. Literally on the third day, which was already Monday morning, like four three a.m., I just I'm like this is not going away. I told the ex, I'm like, yo, so and so, can you please uh, take me to the hospital? She's like, you're fine, Jimmy. Just go back to sleep. She's like, fine, Jimmy. And uh, I'm like, no, fuck, I'm going to the hospital. I went to the hospital. They checked my checked my blood work. My troponin level was at a seven at a seven percent or whatever. Normally, your the troponin means the blood that circulates around your heart. It shouldn't be more than a point. <coughs> I was at a seven. Yeah. They checked That's my crazy. blood. They checked my blood out maybe ten minutes later. I was at eight at an eighteen. They're like this kid is having a heart attack. He's fucking dying right here. They fucking gave me like a uh, nitroglycerin. They fucking like just 
so they can like reduce what the fuck was going on yeah. behind. They fucking did an angiogram. They did the whole shebang. And it's something I really like. I don't really talk about. Like you know, like my parents think that it was just something just fucking out of the blue that just had happened to me. And we were talking about it now. Like I'm not. I'm not ashamed to say it. So they don't know that it was. Actually, I, mean, I think they get an was... idea. I think they have an idea now. Yeah. Sit, probably, I told one of my sisters, and but even then, like it's 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 embarrassing. But at the same time, I'm also proud to really share what I'm saying now because I really haven't had the opportunity to. Yeah. To say that because I have friends that do. Isn't it like a weight lifted off your chest? Oh, or for something sure. Like that's that, what, that's what it kind of feels like right now because whoever listens are gonna know like, oh shit, Hamar fucking did cocaine again. A lot of people do cocaine, so that's the thing. When it happens to you, you don't really realize it that. It's something you know really bad that it can really damage your body. You know? It scare you. So yeah, hundred percent. I like it's, I had three episodes throughout since twenty seventeen till now. Like I literally think I'm in the hospital three times. Yeah. Once in Texas, which was a year and a half ago, I was out there for like three days in the hospital, and it was be- and I wasn't I wasn't doing gay or anything. You know, I was just having a good time drinking and just fucking like, dude, my chest is hurting. Like, dude, you're having a heart attack. Puta madre, so back here I go again to the hospital. That's crazy. So now I live with a condition called myocarditis, where I already got really got to be careful with the binge drinking or like the smoking or whatever anything that can trigger that. Yeah. So now it's like, like I'm listening to you. It's like, fuck, I, I, I guess I can share it too. You know? Yeah. I got friends as well that I, I've seen get lost in the sauce. You know, like with the meth and the yeah, man, I got, heroin. I got buddies, friends, well, we're friends, you know, acquaintances, whatever. They're just still doing the same shit, yeah. you know, and it's it's sad because, uh, you know, they, uh, you know, like I said, I'm not gonna throw names out there or anything, but you know, they got their own thing going on, and and you know, they're out there fucking, you know, you just gotta get back back into life, you know, yeah. the, that that road is only gonna lead to so far, you know, and it's really and, dark, yeah, it's really dark. And the only place you're gonna end up is either in jail, or dead, or old Eve, you know, and it's fucked up, but it's the sad truth. The sad truth, and you know, luckily, uh, I wasn't. Uh, I never like, you know, OD'd or something like that, or went to that type of experience where you just mm-hmm. felt like you were gonna fucking yeah, I didn't even know heart attack even or something day, like that. Like, That's like, crazy. Yeah. So going back, because I'm going with the questions I've been asked before, and there's only like I said, I've only know so much because I've only seen it, and uh, I only know a few that had made it out, <clears throat> but. What type of circumstances or what type of experiences happen that leads you to that? Using? Of using. Like in the beginning or? In the beginning, like the first time you tried it, what made you use it? Curiosity. Curiosity. Yeah. Curiosity. Curiosity. Was it because like, say, you know, we already know how it feels to be drunk, be on Nas, be on coke fucking pills pills weren't a thing that uh, back then i think ecstasy was barely coming up that we got our hands on it but did you want a different high or is it because you just wanted to see what yeah is everybody talking about a different high yeah because i'm just like 100 percent a stoner now you know just, just i never stopped smoking weed i've been smoking weed since like I can fucking remember. You know? I, I remember. <laughs> and and just, you know, it's always been a part of me, like my fucking taboo, you know? And, and it's, I mean, I never saw it going away, the, the bud. But mm-hmm. when I started using other, you know, like meth and shit, um, it just fucking, the bud was out the window. 
you know, it was just a different high. That wasn't what thing. you wanted. Yeah, anymore. that was just a different chase. You're chasing a different high. And, uh, you know, I just had different, um, different things going on in my life that just, you know, that's, and, and just reflecting on my own self, you know, cause, uh, you know, just like I said, growing up without a dad and just not having the right, you know, this and that. Mm-hmm. And it's just me fucking, you know, thinking about it too, too much. And then, you know, my head is my own fucking worst enemy, you know, and, and, you know, one thing's lead to another and then boom, I'm back in the same, you know, same boat. That was just for me, you know. And uh, unfortunately, yeah, I was one of those few that saw you in that position. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I would see like uh, homies. I'm not gonna mention names either. Some of them actually listen to a podcast. Um, they disappeared out of nowhere, and I forgot what happened to them. And they would just come show up out of nowhere, and they would get lost here yeah, in the street. Dude. I don't Where know. You happen to be one of them. Yeah, I don't know what it is. It's just um. Like- it's just the people that are, you know. They didn't know how much power it was kicking it in this alley. Yeah. To be honest, Back I, me day. living here, I witnessed that, so I saw what would happen, and I learned it way before. When was it? Maybe I was like fifteen years old when I learned about that drug, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm gonna say his name because I I saw him as an older brother, Andy. I remember Andy Green Eyes. Green Eyes. Yeah. I fucking grew up looking up to him. Yeah, same here. I mean, that, he was my big brother that I wanted to be cool like. Guy. He taught me how to drive stick. Yeah, in his in his little and white. He, his I little remember, white car. you know, like um, he would never offer me anything, and uh, he would invite me when he was doing his shit. He was on a good position. Um, he had a badass Lincoln. I don't know if you remember. He had a sedan, a black Lincoln, yeah. rims and everything chromed out. And I would be outside kicking it. But hey, Edwin, come through. All right. He'll throw me in. We'll, we'll kick in his car right here in the parking lot. And he'll talk to me, like, telling me, like, hey, you need to stay away from this shit. Stay away from that. Yeah. These neighborhoods, you don't want to be part of that. I see you kicking in here. Kick it whoever you want, but stay away from this guy. Stay away from that guy. He'll basically give me the plan of, like, what to do. Because yeah, he was older. Yeah. So I felt like this motherfucker's looking out for me. You know, but... When I saw him fall, that shit broke my heart because I saw what it turned him t- into. Yeah. He, uh, fuck, I never believe I would see some shit like that. They but can turn the best people They the turn into, like, the worst person and to the point where, um, you know, I forgave him for this one. There was one time I was kicking out. I was kicking it up right here in the alley, and he had just fought his dad. And he came out just fucking, like, I've never seen this person in my life before. But he was talking about the devil and all this nonsense shit that I've never seen in my life. And I remember clearly I was right next to Fernando. Yeah. He saw me straight in the fucking eye. He's like, I don't fucking want you to see me like this. Your ass needs to go home. I don't know what it was that he said that, but I remember he fucking grabbed me from the neck. Fucking threw me on the floor, dude. And I was like, what the fuck? I was so in shock that I didn't know what to do. You didn't know what's going on. At that time, I think I was a freshman, freshman, sophomore when he did that shit. And Fernando was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then for some reason, my mom might call her a witch, dog, because you know something is going on and she knows it. Yeah. She came right away down there like, what the fuck are you she doing? She felt that shit. She something. felt that shit. Yeah. And she told him like, hey, what the fuck are you doing? He's like, nah, the fucking devil told me this and this and this and that. I remember he went running straight to the fucking alley at the end. Yeah. And he started, got on his knees and started praying. And I was like, 
dude, I didn't know what the fuck that was. I didn't know. Like, yeah. my, I was just like, I'm just going to go upstairs. And yeah. I went upstairs and I was just in shock. I was like, I never thought I would see that shit from the own person I looked up to. That's crazy. And that shit, like, that shit brought light in my eyes that I was like, I'm never going to fucking touch that drug. Yeah, I don't know how uh, somebody would really get to that point. And I saw him get to that That's point. crazy because um, I'll tell a story too. This one time uh, I was walking when the Boys and Girls Club used to be down the street. I remember. Yeah. I was walking down the alley and I seen like, it's like the same thing you're talking about. Like all like hysterical uh, talking about the devil, you know, yeah. and saying that, uh, you know, the devil this and that. But this guy, this guy was like just fucking like being weird. And uh, he was talking about the same thing, except he was saying he was God. And he created I this heard those too. and this and that. And I was just like, what are you talking about? You know, I was on my own little world too. But yeah. at the same time, like, I, I this was on a different level. Yeah, I'm on this level. He's yeah, in another he's one. on something else that I didn't even know what the fuck, you know. And then, like, I, I decided to go to the village apartments across the street. And you know how they have stairs going all the way yeah. up. I sat down on the stairs and because I watched him because he was just, like, in that alley doing the same shit over and over. Like, he thought he was with people there talking like having a full-on conversation the fucking cops showed up and tased his ass oh yeah shit. they fucking right away right when they got there tased them got them on the floor you know hooked them and booked them but that that was like the first time i ever heard someone say shit like that you know yeah that shit was um <clears throat> was heartbreaking um i got a few friends like that right here we don't have um i've said it before we don't have role models and it's not that, but, like, we don't have someone to look after you. Like, those people that grew up in a perfect home, it's not perfect, but, you know, you have yeah. a home where you're not wandering in the street. Right here, I'm seeing it outside. Yeah, I'm walking outside, even if I don't want to, I'm seeing it. And then more when I'm kicking it with them, because these are the guys I grew up with. Yeah, You know, like, my mom couldn't get me out of that. He's like, she's just fucking praying, like, I hope I fucking taught this fool good enough to fucking stay away. But I would see homies here that would come through that I haven't seen in years. And they would get stuck. And I would come out and I would talk to him, like, hey, bro, like, you got to get the fuck out of here. This is not the place you want to be at. I think I had that conversation with you once, yeah. too. And I told him, like, this is not, like, I understand, because it's fun kicking in the hood. <clears throat> but it's different when, you know, years have came. And everybody's on a sick one. You want to be on a sick one too. It's crazy how like um, the the one small growing group of people just turn turn on turn on that switch. Yeah. In a second. Sometimes you know you don't even fucking know it. And I've seen different outcomes. Like I've seen that. I've seen ones that mind their own business. Yeah. And some that don't even like to be questioned. Like leave me the fuck alone. That's it. Let me enjoy my shit. Um, later on, I'll talk about the story I had with him, but I'm not ready for that one. Um, but there's, um, like this thing here that it attracts, uh, that certain type of, uh, drug, I guess. And there's different neighborhoods that have the same shit. I've seen people that go to their, um, <clears throat> they will go to rehab and they would come back in the same place and go straight to the same thing that they were doing. Yeah, um, you know, it's just a, a part of keeping yourself busy, too. Yeah, that, that too. Rehab because, yeah. you know, one of the things that they, they taught me was just, you know, once you get out, you got to keep yourself busy. You got to find a different 
I wouldn't say like addiction, but a different fucking thing to do, you know, yeah. instead of whatever the fuck you were doing before, you know, and it's, it's hard because, um, for someone like me that got, you know, went into rehab, got out of rehab, I didn't have, okay, I'm gonna go back to my mom's house or, or I'm gonna go to my uncle's house or, you know, or whatever, you know, someone's going to help me out. I didn't have that shit. Once I got out of rehab, um, you know, thankfully I had that shit lined up where I had somewhere to stay. But the last week when I was getting out, I was shitting bricks. I had no idea where I was going to go. I was homeless at the time. And it was just like, what, you know, what the fuck am I going to do? You know? And you just got to find, you know, something to do and, and the right people to stay with. Cause, and, and, you know, that was one of the reasons I chose to go to rehab in Riverside. You know, I didn't choose a rehab in Anaheim or Orange County for that same reason, mm -hmm. because I wanted to, you know, a new life. Yeah, a new life. I wanted to separate myself from all those people mm -hmm. and, you know, just start over again. Yeah. Start and over that again. That was probably you know? the best decision. You yeah. Made. And that was that was the best decision. Because um, I've, I've been asked, like, we send them to rehab already. He came back and went straight to the same shit. I told him the number one rule that I've seen. If you take them a rehab, don't bring them back where yeah, they came from. Because that just, you're setting them for failure. Yep. Keep them out of there. It, it that area, old Tennessee's. Take them out of there because they're familiar with everything. They know where everything's at. They mm -hmm. know who to be around with, and they know who to hang out with. Exactly. So if you want to take them out, get the fuck out of the county at least. Yeah. At least the county. That That's was... rule number one. Yeah, he'll probably find someone else somewhere else, but it'll be harder. And uh, but you don't want to bring them to the same familiar place. Uh, Thing is that we don't know this shit. Yeah, no, a lot of people. We just hope for like the best, and whatever happens, happens. Yeah, it's because they gotta. You gotta set them on the right track. You know, you gotta surround that person with people that are successful. Yeah. You know, like for someone like me, I just wanted to surround myself with people that make money. You know, because that's what I wanted to do. Someone with a job. That's what I wanted to do. You know, and. Uh, you know, going to rehab really changed my my thought of everything on the world and everything. I started fucking, you know, going to church, reading the Bible a lot, praying, uh, you know, just trying to find where I could fit in, you know. And luckily, like, cause um, I used to hit the the Sunday school right there in, on the, in the rehab, mm -hmm. and uh, I guess if you attend three four times, they let you they let you go out to actual church and you know hang out with people. You know, and, you know, just get connected and shit. And uh, the last week I was there, I got lucky and I, they said, hey, it's your week. You can, you can go now to the, you know, to the church. And it was called Celebrate Recovery. And I was like, all right, hell yeah. Um, you know, it's my first time. I was nervous and shit. But they're like, yeah, just go out there, get connected. And maybe you'll meet somebody, and, you know. Because I had like, because since I was getting out of rehab, they tried to like prepare you for that. They're like, okay, here's a list of, you know, fucking halfway houses that you can go to. You know how they have, you know, that one in Anaheim Boulevard yeah, right here? Yeah, I've seen that one. They have different ones and different shit. You know, they got Christian ones. They got regular ones. They got this and that. Whatever so I, fits I didn't, your criteria. Yeah, whatever fits your criteria pretty much. I didn't know where to go when I was lost. But, you know, that last week I got lucky because I met somebody, you know, that was like, hey, you know what? I know where you can stay. You know, because he's like, yeah, I, I used to stay with this guy. He'll take you in with no money down. Fucking like you know, he'll take you in quick. Mm -hmm. He'll help you out, whoop de whoop. And I'm like, oh hell yeah, you know. 
I got fucking lucky. I got blessed, honestly, to to actually meet a person the first day out of rehab, got me a fucking a place to stay, and got me a job. Same guy. That's right. His name uh, is Joel Trailer. He's uh he's this dude from Riverside. I met him through you know through the church, and he's like, yeah, dude, my my dad, Joe, Big Joe, he has a telemarketing company over here in uh, Corona. We're looking for people all the time, and you know we can get you started uh, by next week. And also, I got you a spot where you can stay. I used to stay there myself, but I moved out, you know, because of some circumstances. And you know, this guy's really cool, and he'll get you in without any down payment on anything, just if you promise him to pay the rent, you know. And I was like, oh hell yeah, you know that that could be my chance. Sure enough, fucking a week, two weeks later, I'm out, and I got somewhere to stay, and I got a fucking job, like that. Boom. And then, like, right away, you know, you just start seeing the positive. You start seeing the positive, and it's just, like, fucking up the ladder from there, bro. And and now I'm just, you know, just fucking blessed, dog, you know, to be here and shit. Talking to you guys, you know what I mean? <laughs> and not out there in the fucking street hitting a pookie somewhere, you know? That's a good testimony. Um, it's it's crazy, you know it's what? A, it's a crazy thing to talk about because it's really, I'm going to say it because it's not easy to talk about. For me, it's not even easy for me, and I've never been in that situation. But, like, it's hurtful to see people you grew up with go through that. Yeah. Um, two, three weeks ago, I was at Jack in the Box, and I uh, I saw one of my homies, I'm not going to mention his name, that I grew up with, that I used to work out with, that used to tell me stay out of trouble. And now I see him as a homeless. Damn. And that was the guy that used to be, like, taking care of me, too. I'm like, fuck, like, it sucks to, like, see that and then the thing too is like i don't have that um you know that time or money to help someone out if i did i can but like it's really tough to like you know when you got your own fucking shit going through yeah. it you can't really help someone out you got your you own got life you got shit, your own bills you know? problems you know and, and it hurts but you it can't does. really do anything you know if i had that power i would do it yeah but you know like it's crazy to see someone you grew up with and they don't even recognize you anymore. You know, it's just, you grew up, you see someone that you grew up with and to giving you all this knowledge. And it's, isn't it crazy how you see yourself now? Bro, I remember when he knowledge. used to tell us shit. I never, I didn't smoke weed yeah. till I was 19. And I only tried it. I wasn't, I was never a pothead. I never yeah. liked it. It gets me paranoid. I like to be up. I like to be aware. Yeah. I hate that shit. When that shit, my guard <laughs> goes down, I hate that shit. <laughs> I need to be alert. Cause I was, you had to learn to be like that. Yeah. You know, when the cops come or somebody else comes through and you got to be well, I mean, maybe because you smoked weed at a time when it was legal. Yeah. And 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 you never had like... It wasn't legal yet. Yeah, it wasn't legal I yet. I tried it at a party and it was cool. Maybe I was drunk too. I was crossfaded. Maybe that got you scared. But I did try it once, like on the side. Yeah. With no one around and a group of homies that had my back and everything. And I was like, I'm, this is not for me. I don't like it. I don't like being slow. Yeah. I like adrenaline. So Coke was my shit. Okay. <laughs> I like the adrenaline. But I don't do that shit yeah. anymore. But like I like I didn't like being slow. I hated that. I always like to be alert. Yeah, for me, weed it was just like a relaxing thing. Yeah. It's like I would do guys, that to go to sleep. You guys are drinking a beer right now. I could smoke a beer. I was surprised that you told me. I was surprised you told me I don't want beer. I don't yeah, I don't anymore. I stopped drinking. You know, I, I don't I drink. Uh, like if I go out to a restaurant, mm-hmm. you know, and I'll have a I'll have a drink or at a, like a party, I'll have a drink. But 
I don't really drink that much anymore. I stopped months ago, like drinking a lot. I used to drink a lot. I know. <laughs> a lot. I, remember. I remember. I used to uh, drink with you. We used to fucking yeah. pound 24 packs after 24 pack. Yeah, that was before. That was on some shit at that time. That's I remember. why I was able to you know, drink like that. But this was before just recently. Like I just, I quit that drinking shit. I used to drink a six pack a day. And then, uh, you know, fucking shots of Bacardi or, you know, whatever came my way. And that really got into, like, a habit every fucking after work, every day, doing that shit. I gained a lot of weight doing that. I got, like, I topped out, like, at 240, 240. When I saw you pop in before the podcast, I'm like, this motherfucker got slim. Because I haven't seen you in a minute. Yeah. Before, besides when I saw you at Peachy's. But I was like, what the fuck? This was been working out. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I tried, you know, I was just, it was mostly just... uh Kicking, you know, beer out the window mm-hmm. and changing my diet. It yeah. was, uh, I've stopped eating like, you know, just eating random shit like I used to. Fucking just go straight to a burger place or whatever the fuck. Um, you know, now I just go hit like a fucking, a farmer boy salad or a Subway, you know what I mean? Or, and, and if I hit that, it's only like tuna or chicken, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just really like, I started noticing a drop in weight when I stopped drinking. But then, you know, once I started eating right... I was like, whoa, like this is fucking working. You get tired of eating shit. Yeah, you get tired. Oh. Of, and then and then you, after you start eating right and you eat other shit that you used to eat, it's not the same. It doesn't taste the same. Hell no. Nah. You get like stomach aches and you're like, what the fuck? I used to eat this shit. Like, you think age has something to do with that? Age also <laughs> comes into play. Yeah, because you don't. Shit. When you're young and you're fucking going, you can and eat anything you want. Within two years, you dog. Know? This last two years, I'm not going to lie, dog. It's annoying as fuck, but it helps me out. Yeah. I mean, every time I eat, I go straight to the fucking restroom, dog. Yeah. I go straight over there. I need to fucking get that shit out of my system. You take a shit or just fucking... Take a fucking shit, dog. Break right away. Three, I, you dog. get a quick metabolism, man. I have a, I have yeah. a quick metabolism, but what I used to have back yeah. then... For, for me, it's... By like 10 o'clock store. in the morning, I already took three shits. Really? Yeah, dog. I'm afraid to eat that. I mean, Somewhere to be honest, it's like, to... it sounds nasty, but... It's like... not fun, dog. Sometimes it's not fun. Yeah. But... That shit sucks sometimes. I had to eat, like, find a way to make my stomach pass shit quick. Eat a lot of fiber, you yeah. know, apples. I got to, like, I started researching different shit. To you know help what helps? To help. I drink a lot of iced coffee. Yeah. That shit I don't drink me. coffee. Okay. I don't drink okay, coffee. I don't like coffee either. I don't like coffee, but try iced coffee, and that motherfucker comes, goes yeah. in and comes out the other way. <laughs> I kid you not, dog. Yeah. Jack in the Box or McDonald's iced coffee. Yeah. They're bomb. Really, I, I like really, cold shit. I don't like the drinking warm shit. Yeah. But, um, yeah, cutting those fucking like because I cut a lot of sweets too on my fucking diet and all that shit. So it was just losing weight, losing poundage after poundage. It was like, so now I'm like at like a fucking sweet 200. Yeah. You know, I got, I've gotten to like 193, but I didn't feel right. I feel like I was just too, like, yeah, I feel like I was just too fucking, you know, going down. I kind of got scared of myself. Like, am I all right? Why am I losing all this fucking weight? Right now, like, I'm at a comfortable 200, you know, I lost like 42 pounds, so fuck it. You know, like, I'm really proud of myself for that. I never thought I would fucking, I really thought I was going to fucking blow up. You know, my uncle started telling me, man, you're going to get fucking fat. You better, you better start doing something or you're going to fucking blow up. You know, you're going to be 35. You're a not going to be able to fish. Yeah. You're going to have a fucking big ass chin and you're not going to be able to see your fucking, you know, you're, you're winning. You know you get a big ass <laughs> stomach, like, you know. A fucking family guy, I'll give you two bucks if you can find your shit. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to get to that point, bro. It's um, If you say you're at this stature where you're at right now, 
what would you tell your, your younger self when you were 13 years old? Honestly, I don't, I don't like to change or something or like say you're giving yourself advice like do this, do that, do this. To be honest, I wouldn't even know what to tell myself because I was just going a thousand miles an hour, bro. Yeah. And anything you would have told me wouldn't have, yeah, you, you wouldn't have made a dent. One year and yeah, you wouldn't have made a dent. I was just young and stupid. And is that is that age that teenage age that I had all the right advice, you know? And yeah. It's just the choices the you make in life. Work. It's just. The thing is that when we hit that teenage year, we act like we know everything. And I think that's what bothers me the most because I was the same way. And I wish I would do things differently, but you can't regret it because that put me in where I'm at right now. It put you where you're at right now and it put you where you're at right now. But I honestly feel like I wish I wasn't like that. You know, at that statue that we acted like we knew what was going on. When we had a zero percent of what was going on. I have no idea. No. Just... Um, <clears throat> I was talking about it a couple episodes back that we... Oh, I just had a fucking blink sir right now. <laughs> we kind of like... Um... How do I put this shit? These are really tough fucking words. I had a brain fart, dog. Can't think right now. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I mean, if back to that when when you know we were saying that, what would you tell yourself if you know if you saw like? I just wanted to add like fucking. There's nothing that probably what would change for me. It kind of sounds like fucked up because mm-hmm. I went through a lot of bullshit and a lot of like a lot of crap, you know. And honestly, that made me the person I am today. You know, uh, and, and question that, that when you were in that um in that stage in life. What did you think about your family at that point? Uh, just my whole family in general, or my little no, your family, my family, kids and yeah, and wife. It was just you know, I, I, to be honest, I didn't want them to see me that way. You know, I was I was fucking just fighting my own demons and um, going through some shit on my own, and um, I knew I wasn't gonna last long in that life. Like, I don't know, something always told me in the back of my mind, like, you got to get the fuck out of here, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to do something. And, and, and like, I never, uh, like, I, that's why, like, I got out. You know what I mean? I kind of felt like that gave me the the, the, the the push to get out, you know? My family, I, 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 you know, we were going through some shit. We were going through a lot. So I didn't really want to think about that too much. And they, you know, and. I was just really sad at that, you know, at that point. I don't know who the fuck that was. Yeah, so just thinking about them was just, you know, making me even sadder, you know, because I was putting them through so much, so much crap, you know. I could hear your breathing, dog. And then <laughs> I could hear your breathing. And the mic is here. You, you know, breathing. putting putting themselves, you, you know, putting them through all that bullshit was just fucking. It was it was just tough for me, you know, you know, mentally. You know, emotionally, and it just fucking added to my addiction, to my fucking, to my downhill, you know? And then, yeah, bro, it's just, yeah, I didn't have really much to say about that anymore. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it was, it's just fucked up, you know? Fucking, um, the fact, the, the thing I wanted to say, now that I fucking remember now, like, um, 
When we're in school, did you ever ever go to high school? I never made it, bro. You never made it high yeah, school. It's huh? kind of embarrassing. Now that I think about it, it's not embarrassing because I understand where you come from. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, when I was a, uh, I got kicked out of uh, South Junior High. Yeah, I got I kicked out because I had I had weed. I had a small fucking little nug of weed. They, you know, they smelt it. They took me in, and my dumbass, instead of fucking like getting rid of it. I'm all the way getting taken into the fucking principal's office and I have it in my sock. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? I had the chance because I was in PE and we were out there fucking around. And uh, I remember they came out in a cart because I was one of those labeled as one of those bad kids. So they checked up on me every week. Uh-huh. You know, I was labeled as one of those kids that, you know, wasn't going to make it. So whatever. What? Yeah. They had, they had a, you know, a group of, you know, people, Just kids or whatever. Them. Yeah. They, they, were, would... they were give us a little card. And all those people that they knew they were troublemakers, they will send us to an office. And there was probably over 40 heads in there. Yeah. With George, I don't know if you remember him. I don't remember. They would have a George, like a counselor, talking about his when Was it his a big stories. heavy set dude? Yeah, a Mexican was? dude. Yeah, I think I Chunky dude yeah. showing us his scars and his stomach. Yeah. Like, yeah if I you guys that. don't fucking get your shit together, was, uh, this is where you're going to end up. or on-campuses. Some shit like that. Some shit like that. But they would put us on the side for that shit. Yeah. You know, and unfortunately, the guy that I went with, he was killed like a couple years ago. That's crazy. So I was like, fuck, that shit fucking like, that shit's weird. Yeah, so I got fucking kicked out of that school. I got kicked out of South and... It was just so damn easy to ditch. You know, it was so easy for me to fucking just fuck around in that school. It was just like, I was just making that school look bad, you know. Because so, it was like a whitewash junior it high. It was, but, you know. At the I, same time, it wasn't because there's a lot of ghetto motherfuckers yeah, in there. Because it was a nice school. It all depends on who, you know, you are. It was I a nice school. Just, yeah. And, uh, but there is a lot of ghetto dudes that went into that school and you tagged along with them. Yeah. Sometimes, you know. You, and then dudes disappear and you're just like, oh, what happened? Dude, I remember one time uh, that type of gang, I'm not going to mention them, but I used to kick it with the gang, not around here. And there was a group of them and I had one of them for an English class. And I remember the teacher gave him a Saturday or a detention. I forgot what it was. Yeah. And that fool fucking stood up and ripped that shit and threw it at her face. Boom. <laughs> Fuck you. <Let> what? <laughs> Get the security over here to grab his ass. I ended up hearing that fool ended up like shanking his brother, dog. That's crazy, bro. He got his brother once. He must have went through some shit. <clears throat> you know? And this is another fucking, you know, like where I don't know. I don't want to understand where this fool comes from, but. Yeah. I could only imagine what was in their head. At that moment, I was like, damn, this motherfucker's crazy. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, dumbass. <laughs> but, you know, when you get older, you start thinking, like, I wonder what he went through. Yeah. I wonder where he's at. Exactly. But I never I never heard another tab of that fool. Yeah, after that, yeah. that's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy that you say that. You, you, know, you can know somebody and you don't know what exactly they're going through. Meaning, there's like, a lot really... of people that play it out. And they're really good at playing that out. Yeah, I remember. And there's that story when they say that be careful your happy friends because those are the ones that are going through some shit that you don't yeah. even fucking know about. Yeah, they hide it behind their smile. They hide it. And I've got to witness that with a, a really good friend of mine that I haven't talked to in a couple of years, but I'll never forget him. Like going into junior year, like my uh, sixth grade, you know, like we we clicked, like like we've known each other for years, and uh, little do I know now, like that we're older, like. 
I didn't know he didn't have any parents. Like he was just him and his older, like his older brother and his two younger siblings. It was like four of them and no parents while they were in school. Like I did not even know that. Like I would have never guessed that he didn't have parents. Like while we were like in eighth grade, freshman year, no parents were involved. It was just him, his older brother that was still trying to graduate from high school. And you like, and I look back and I'm like, damn, I would have never guessed. Never guess that these like that them like they didn't have a parents. It was you know the older brother trying to. How do you turn out? Yeah, um, not bad. I mean they're they're hard workers. I mean I mean I'm not gonna say they're fucking college graduates, but yeah. at the end of the day, I mean not they didn't they're not on the street like you know selling drugs or doing drugs or whatever. Like they they made it, they're they're looking out for the younger siblings, and I feel like they're putting that positive mindset for them, which. Fuck, I don't know how the fuck they've done it. I mean, they did it really well while I was in middle school with them. So now looking back, it's like I can only imagine they're probably gonna do better for their younger ones, their younger brother and sister. Yeah. So I, I mean, I need to catch up with them, but just seeing that off based off social media and the message here and there, like on Facebook, it's like, damn, bro, I would have never fucking guessed that like, this conversation would never happen. But it's like basically what you say, you just don't know what somebody's going through. Behind closed doors, or with that smile on the face, and you know, with laughter, and but I think that I think it's just about being kind, you know, to to everybody, and you know, maybe one, maybe somebody can open up and be like, "Hey, I'm going through this," and you can be that light at the end of the tunnel. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, shit, like, I love your testimony because I mean, I would have, if I would have seen you, I would have never guessed. I would, I would have think something different. Like, I wouldn't think of anything, but I wouldn't have judged you. That's for sure. Like, it's just you sharing your story definitely. Uh, Brings a light, you know what I mean? Like, you're gonna bring a light to somebody else, you know, that's going through the same shit that you yeah. you went through. And obviously, you guys had friends in common that might have got lost along the way or might have actually got lost and they made it out. So, definitely a, a, bless, a blessing to you to be here. Yeah, it is a blessing, man. And if anybody who's listening is like, fucking, you know, if you know somebody going through the shit or you're going through the shit, it's just good to talk, man. Talk to somebody. Where the fuck it is, where you feel comfortable talking to, about what the fuck you're going through. A stranger, a yeah. Fucking stranger. Even even the stranger know. is the easiest person to talk to because you know you got no, you can't, you don't hold back. Yeah. You know, that person doesn't know you. And they yeah. won't judge you. They're not gonna like. I'm gonna go tell fucking. Exactly. Stranger, you know? Exactly. And you know, just just fucking desahogate. You know, sometimes yeah. that's what you gotta do. You know, sometimes you know it, it's 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 you you bury that shit so deep down inside sometimes that it just fucking. It blows up on you unexpectedly yeah. when, you know, at the most fucked up time. Yeah. And then that's when you fucking, you go through the toughest shit. No, 100%. Like, I've had, like, literally, like, fucking strange, like, I do Instacart here and there where I go shop and, like, uh, buy the food for people and deliver it. And, like, I've had, like, random people just, like, walk up to me and tell me, like, about the sweatshirt that I'm wearing. And the conversation turns into something completely different. Like, I was not expecting for me to, like, like you said, this alerte, you know, like just fucking let it all out. And it's like, what the fuck did I just told this? Did I just tell this person that I'm going through this, 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 and that? Like, yeah. you know, but it's like at the, at the end of the day, it, feel, it feels really good because that weight off the shoulder is gone. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this person does not know you, but they were there to listen listen to you. And conversation with anybody, I mean, shit, fuck it. Don't be, don't be scared. Just, just do it. The thing that, uh, that bothers me is that, you know, that time time frame of uh, age, that's mm-hmm. the time where we just... Our adolescence. 
adolescence as in like we didn't get to enjoy to imagine at that time when you think about it your only stress was get your grades up do good in school yeah but for us like it was stay away from drugs stay away from gangs Don't you shy. have homies are gangs rival gangs because yeah. you have homies that you grew up with you met friends that you were over here, and then you have friends over there. So different type of fucking neighborhoods, and they don't get along. It's crazy how they were all cramped up. And they were cramped up. You know, it was just like one block after the other. Yeah. different shit. You're like, and then right here, basically, I would count five fucking neighborhoods yeah. down the street. Yeah. So I had friends here and there and there. And that honestly helped me out, but like I always stayed away from it. But like the fact that you have to worry about that shit at age 13, 14, that... Takes you to another level of like, when the fuck do I get to enjoy to be a kid? You know, like uh, I see these uh, teenagers now. They're like, oh, I'm like, I want to just skateboard this and that, and they're targeting man over some dumb shit. I'm like, dude, when I was your age, <laughs> you know, when Rana, we would walk to school. It just, I was a freshman. He was a sophomore already. We would get hit up every fucking morning, down the street by the same people. By the same people. <laughs> And they knew we don't get big, yeah. but they knew where I live. And they're like, one of these days, motherfucker, you're going to fucking mention where you're from. I'm like, I don't bang, dog. To this day, I've been labeled as, oh, he's from there. He's from the, you know. You ever been hit up? I grew up here. You ever been hit up and had like a gun fall on you? Yeah. I have. Like straight, like on your face. 13. That yeah, was my here. my cherry popper. I remember one time I was fucking, cherry. I was walking to the ex's, that sure the ex's house. Uh, <laughs> I was fucking walking up. You, you were know, 13, 14, no? Yeah, I was young, dude. I was, you know, it was late at night after fucking, you know, two in the morning. And um, it was, because, uh, you know, over there on that side, she used to live by AVLS. Okay. Lester. Yeah. And I was walking through like fucking four hoods, five hoods just to get there. You know what I mean? <laughs> so fucking, it's, it was just like a risk, you know? But I remember walking down the street one night and these fucking fools just pull up in this old, you know, old fucking cutlass or whatever. Double barrel shotgun. Bad guy. Straight out the fucking passenger window while I'm walking down the street. You know, says, hey, where where are you from, homie? Fucking pulls it up. Once I heard that fucking cock, my fucking my fucking heart went down to my fucking ass. Like, yeah. it, it was I was just, about to tell you, dog, that you old. get that pain in your stomach yeah. that you wanted to take a like, shit. I was in shock. I was 13. I was just like, I don't fucking bang. You know what I mean? I'm just like walking down the street. I'm going to my, you know, I'm going to my exes oh, or whatever, you know, or yeah, homie, we know you bang this and this and that, you know what I mean? And fucking, I just, I just stood there until they fucking drove away. You know, I, I had, I had no way of how to counter that, you know, because it was just like, you run, you're what getting shot in the back. What the fuck do you do at that point? You know what I mean? Like, you run, yeah, you run, you get shot. You stand there, you get shot. What, what do you do at that? At that, and you don't have no fucking knowledge of that shit. You know, it's it's just crazy growing up in these neighborhoods, man. When that happened, I was thirteen too, and I didn't even I wasn't even part of that shit. But my homie, it was a big ass shit that happened between that shit that. Me and him were right next to each other, so that gun was poured towards him, but me, I was right next to him. Yeah. So I was basically, this motherfucker does not it have a name. They could hit my ass too, but that shit, I feel that shit was pointed at me. But I happened to be with the wrong person. He's my homie and everything, but, you know, at that moment when that shit was pulled on us, I think that was like the biggest pain in my stomach of me wanting to take a biggest shit in the fucking world, dog, where you can't walk. You just hold your stomach, you're like, 
you just feel this. I've never knew like when uh, South Park made fun of him, when you die and you take a shit. Until when I witnessed that shit, and I was like, I know what they're fucking they're talking about. That scary just fucking. Yeah, that's probably like the most scared I've ever been in my life. One, one of the most, you know, I've had different scares. And, uh, yeah. That was. Nah, that shit just. That topped it out. Imagine it. Like, I can't picture myself having a kid and a 13 year old going through that. Yeah, I mean, these, these older cats at the time, maybe they were young cats. You know, we saw them as your older cats. Yeah, and then we saw them as older cats. You know, obviously we're young. You know, fucking early mm. teens. No, they knew what's up though, cause um, yeah. I remember, um, South Junior High. One of my homies was from another neighborhood, and I knew the guy from the other neighborhood that he was waiting for. And he was with his homie. He was an eighteen-year-old waiting outside of fucking Junior High South. And um. <clears throat> He told me, like, oh, this was waiting for some other fool from another neighborhood. And I told him, what neighborhood? And he told me. And then I knew the guy. I didn't know him personally, but I know who he was. Because I have a homie that was homies with him. I'm like, fuck. Like, I thought this was going to get down. But uh, he walked right past by him. The 18-year-old didn't do shit. Followed his ass. Right there on State College. At that time, there's a sprint. Right where uh, Albertsons is at? Yeah. Across the street, there's a Sprint. Where Albertsons used to be? No, it's still there. there. No, it's still there. Oh, yeah. Across the street, there's a Sprint. There's the um, wings and fries now, like a buffalo spot. Okay. There's an alley right there. And he just got him from the back with the pencil right into the fucking neck. Just got his ass. Boom. This fool was 12, 13 years old. God damn it. If I'm going to fucking leave the fucking mic. <laughs> this was breathing too fucking heavy. Focus, dog. Focus. Focus. Disrespectful. Jesus. Do you feel hot when you take a shot too? Yeah, I'm fucking hot right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. And then he has liquor. a sweater on. I, I'm actually a little cold. <laughs> yeah, right? I'm a little hot too, though. Low key. It's the liquor. Honestly, like, I feel like this shit's fucking like fucking up my fucking nose. Yeah, full breeze on your mouth now. <laughs> God, dog, I'm just trying to talk, and this motherfucker is just breathing right here. I'm, I'm like, sorry. I'm gonna have to fucking edit this shit now. You know how hard it is it to edit? edit? Don't I don't edit. edit. I don't edit. No. I try to hold it. I just try to edit the simple shit. Yeah, you don't mind if I edit. Nah, do what you gotta do, dog. There you go. I didn't bring weed because you know, if you could, I'd rather have you smoke than hear this motherfucker breathe. Wow, <laughs> on a real. So. He got him with the pencil in the neck. And uh, I got to see that shit, and I was like, what the fuck? At that time, I've said this in the, pa- in the past episodes, like, to us, it was normal for us to go at it with people that were overage. Imagine a 13-year-old getting down with a fucking 18-year-old well, yeah, I mean, and over. Because you know, you're busy getting hitting up. When I was, you know, 13, and all that, hanging out with, you know, you know who? I'm not going to say names, but yeah. you, know, you know the crowd that was around. And you know who was around. So, I mean, you didn't really have a choice. Oh, well, I, I mean, I felt like, you know, because I was young at the time and naive, I didn't really have a choice. You know what I mean? You you know that peer pressure feeling? And then you're just like, like well, I don't have nothing going for me anyway. Yeah. So you just fucking give in. And, you know, that fortunately, that's what happened to me. You know, I remember, um, you know, hanging out with those crowds. And the first time I fucking shaved my head. <laughs> first time I shaved my head, dude, I was wearing a beanie for like a week. <laughs> I never liked I my hair it. short because I, I felt like I had a big head. 
So my mom would always give me shit. Like, why the fuck do you cut it short? But I would always try to cut my own hair because I always liked to fade. But it never came out right. So I'd rather bust, cut my shit than fucking look stupid. And I told her, like, dude, I'm trying to cut my hair because, like, I keep fucking it up. He's like, well, I don't want you with the bald head because you know what happens when you got your fucking bald head? You're going to go into trouble. Yeah, you get it up. You get fucking stopped. Fortunately, now I could cut my own fucking hair. Yeah. But back then, she would give me shit for that. Um, Another shit. Fuck, I was going to say something and I fucking forgot again. But this whole. um, So we used to kick it with Fernie. Yeah. And he would bring out other dudes. Well, it's because other dudes would find from look for Fernie. Yeah, you know. and they were hanging out with them. Yeah. And I'm going to burn this fool out because I don't give a fuck. Because I'm going to fuck him up when I see him. <laughs> but I was in fourth grade, dog. All right, put it this way. Uh, how old was I in fourth grade? That was 2004. So I was like seven, eight years old around there. Seven. Maybe nine. Nine, ten. Nine, ten, yeah. Nine, ten. I want to say nine, ten. Because that's too young. Because yeah. I wait, 13, you're in seventh grade. Twelve. 11, 10. So I was 9 and 10. 9 and 10 around there. He brought, he brought this dude. He used to kick it with him. And I used to kick it with him. Chango. You remember that motherfucker? I remember, I remember him perfectly. Because I'm not going to forget how he I, looks. I hated that guy with the passion. Okay. I was in fourth grade and I was kicking it with them. And this motherfucker, well, these older dudes that would come over, some of them were cool as fuck. And some of them like to fuck with you because you're younger. Yeah. He was only probably two years older than me. He was one of the cats that liked to fuck with all the younger He liked to fuck with everybody. And I'm not going to say where he was from, where he claimed he was from. But I remember we're kicking at these steps right here. I'm not going to forget that shit. He was fucking around with the lighter, burning his knife Mm -hmm. the whole time. And I'm just looking at him, but I didn't think anything of it. And we're all fucking around and shit, whatever's. And this motherfucker just puts that knife on my arm. Boom. Burned the shit out of me. I remember that incident. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I don't remember your hair, dog. I remember you talking about it. Okay. And, and yeah. He burned my ass. And I was like, what the fuck? And he got me again. Boom. Twice. I will never forget right here. I have a tattoo a tattoo over it. So you can't see it. <clears throat> and I was like, what the fuck? And I was like, man, that shit hurt. That, motherfuck- that shit hurt. So I just grabbed my arm. I was like, man, I don't know what to do because it was a burn. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go shower. I came running upstairs, and I went straight to the shower. It was 4 p.m. It was uh, it was still, the sun was still out. And my mom, she noticed that I went to go shower. He's like, this motherfucker doesn't like to shower. Why the fuck is he showering? So I come out. I come out, and whatever. It's like nothing happened. And she's like, hey, what the fuck? I'm like, oh, nothing. I just wanted to shower. It's hot outside. He's like, nah. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, nothing. I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. And she looks, she's looking at me while she's asking me. Because she knows something's up. And she sees the burn marks on my fucking arm. My skin just fucking inflated. She's like, who the fuck did this shit to you? I was like, nobody, nobody did anything. I just hurt myself. And I cut myself. He's like, that ain't no fucking scrape. You got burned. He's like, you're just kicking it with these food. Grab my fucking arm, dog. Drag me downstairs. And they're still here. Oh, and dragged them. And both these barely got there. Yeah. Rest in peace. He barely got there. And my mom, I remember my mom telling Chango shit. Like, hey, why the fuck are you burning this for? He's a fucking little kid. He's like, oh, I, I didn't know. Like, I thought, I didn't think it was going to do that to him. This and that. Both of was there. He's like, oh, you burned this for? 
He started burning the lighter and burned fucking Chango. Burned him back. Burned him back. Left like four, maybe five burn marks on his arm. And he got him back for me. And I was like, what the fuck? And my mom's like, you're not going to kick it with these fools ever, ever again. And fucking drag my ass back home. And I was like, when I get older, I'm going to fuck this fool up. I'm going to get him. And when that time comes, God is going to give it to me. I'm going to fuck this fool up. So I'm still on the lookout. <laughs> and he ain't that far. The last time I saw him, he was a tweaker. Yeah, fool's gone, though. He's, he's like, gone. Last time I seen him, he was I fucking gone. Give him a sop it real quick in the back. Nah, I'm still going to fuck him up. I don't care. There's, <laughs> I mean, there's nothing you can do that he's hasn't, already, remember, been, hasn't right? already been done to him. Like, it's, For real, that dog. Was like, he went down a path that was rocky. A worse path. Yeah. And I remember where he used to live at, but I haven't seen him ever since. But yeah, that guy's. I don't forget shit. And, um, um, fuck. If you pay attention closely, you could probably see us still. But, yeah, I remember that shit. Balti's got him back for me. I remember that. Yeah, Balti, he was a cool cat, man. That guy was, he was, even though he was, you know, gangbanging and doing whatever the fuck he was mm-hmm. doing, you know, I never judged him. But he was, he was a cool guy. He know? was a cool one. He, he always, he always felt like the need to make shit right. Yeah. You know? That yeah. was it. I he was a cool cat to be around with. Uh, the last time I saw him, I was with Benito. He didn't recognize me at all. Nah. He didn't even say what's up to me because he didn't recognize me. Because back then, I used to be that fat kid. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, hey, what's up, dog? Like, just, no, nothing. And then later on, I ended up finding out he passed away. But it was, it was you know, some shit like that. It just happens for a reason. And I will never forget shit like that. Yeah. God damn it, how I wonder. I'm about to roll your ass out, dog. I was taking a screenshot. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking Devin, where you at, like dog? This is, was dog. fucking just on a sick one right now. Fuck. So what I drink. But um, like little scenarios like that. Like imagine like if you your kid, how old are they now? My kids? Uh seven and eight. Imagine one of them, yeah, you just two. see one of them get burned. By a knife. I would go fuck that fool up right away. Real quick. No matter what size. Yeah. I mean, at at that point, if you have a knife and a lighter at that age, and you're burning my son, who's only 9 or 10, oh, you're going to get fucking checked. You know what (laughs) I mean? For real, dog. For real. I mean, now that it's fucking, it's different when you fucking, when you have a kid. You know what I mean? Yeah, dog. But at that time, like, you think shit like this was just normal. So your mom was just reacting at fucking, you know. She reacted the way she was supposed to, and that's the same way I, I would have reacted. My mom, you know? she was a but since Boltis was there and he took care of it, that even you know that made the situation. That made me feel better. You know, yeah, uh, I just hear that full screams. Like to this day, I hear his screams, and that just satisfies me, dog. To be honest, <laughs> I mean, yeah, it would because honestly, like someone did that shit to you, oh, fuck, you would want to do that shit back. You know, it's fucked up. And that guy, you just, I don't even know. I don't know his background or anything. I don't even know who the fuck he was, but that guy was just going through like rough fucking Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I haven't seen him, so I can't really confirm it. Yeah. But yeah, I haven't seen him. him. I haven't seen him. Last time I seen him. There's uh, some dudes I ran into from back in the day, though, that uh, they would try to like punk my ass. And I, I would stand my ground, but to the point I wasn't aggressive, though. I was like, I'm chill, you know? And to the point that I have run into them to the 7-Eleven right here. And they look at me, and they're like, fuck. 
this motherfucker I used to try to punk this for him out of the way. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> like, this motherfucker grew up. And that's the thing, though. Like, what they say is, like, be careful who you treat when they're young. Because later on, they're going to come back and yeah. fuck you up. Yeah, they find you. Yeah. That fool, he's in his own world. And uh, he's going through his own shit that I know of. So I, I don't have anger towards a lot of people. But Chango's on my list. I want to fuck up. Yeah, he care. used to be, like, I used to have a lot of anger towards that guy. I didn't like him. You know, I didn't like him for shit, and and like yeah, he was just one of those those dudes I you hated. Yeah, yeah. yeah just, I had somebody like that in my lifetime. It's just that there, if you have one guy in your childhood that you just have that anger towards, he would be that one guy. Yeah. He would be that one guy. My guy was a white guy. We used to call him eighty. Eighty. You know, like some mm. He was a dick, dog. Honestly, like I remember the bus. I was only in third grade. I was only in third fucking grade. Like, he would pick on me and my friends. Like, this guy was a fifth grader, me in third grade. Like, he would, like, come back and just smack us for no fucking reason. And I'm like, what the fuck's your fucking problem? Like, what do we do to you? But obviously, as uh, the years went by, I remember making it to eighth grade, he was, like, a sophomore. And I remember uh, I had, you know, friends that would go to different uh, school. You know, my, my friend's brothers, they just went and they fucking kicked his ass just because of all the years that he picked on us. They just fucking grabbed him. Toss them down and just give them like a two minute beat down, and that was a lot of satisfaction. Yeah, so I want to hope that guy, that guy's doing good though, because you know, I know he was going through a lot of shit. You don't know what these bullies go through. I mean, I'm not gonna say this guy was a bully. Yeah, but that doesn't give him the right to act a certain exactly. way. Yeah. No, I, honestly, I'll never forget like him just coming to the back of the bus and just fucking smack us for no fucking reason. The fuck? The fuck was that for? Yeah, but I got bullied a lot too and shit. Like, I'm not gonna fucking name every time, but. I know a lot of those dudes, a lot of those cats got what they deserved after, yeah. you know, because karma, karma is a bitch. You know? And whoever the fuck you picked on, whoever the fuck you did that. Um, you know, you there is with, one guy. You get dealt with later, you know. I'm not going to mention his name because afterwards he, he knew who I was and he's like, hey, what's up, dog? Like, he didn't apologize or anything. But the, no, the fact that they no, say, what's way. up? Like, so like, hey, what's up, dog? Like. That tells me like we're good, you know. Yeah, the level of respect. Level of respect, but um, there was a, I was a scrub, seventh grade, and uh, there's a couple cats in front of us. It was three of them. One of them, no, two of them, because they're cousins. They're being disrespectful. That's at this time I was dating some girl right here, in the street. I don't know. You remember the paisas that were they used to live here? Nah. Uh, it was back when I was in junior high. But there were retainers, and we were with them. And I had another cat with me, but he was a paisa, too. And uh, they were just talking shit on one of the girls that we were with. And then um, we stopped at the big-ass house right here in Santa Ana Street. The only big-ass house that stands out. Gated. And they stopped right there talking to some other dude. And I remember that motherfucker that was there, too. But they never wanted problems. Um, <clears throat> they stopped and they turned around. They started talking shit, and I I had to get in the front because this fool was being a bitch too. The guy that was with me, I was like, hey, what's up, dog? Is there a problem here? Like, what's up? Like, nah, nah. You want to get down? We'll get down right now. But a cop passed by, and we stopped at that point. Um, I would wear my glasses, but I never liked wearing them because I hated wearing glasses. So I remember his face. But I don't, you know, I don't remember clearly the other people that were around there, but I remember the cousins. The next day, 
they went up to me at lunch. I remember that shit perfectly. Like, hey, what's up, dog? We're going to go at it now? But he came in with his other homies. Yeah. It was four of them lined up. And I was just being by myself eating my lunch because I didn't really have friends in junior high. So I was like, fuck, this was going to fuck me up. They're right, let's go to the restroom. I was like, to be honest, dog, I'm not going to fight. Honestly, like, in my brain, like, I want to get down, but this was going to fuck me up. I already know it. Yeah, it was four against one. And it, four against you know, one. He's like, all right, it. dog, like, just know that we came and get, get your ass and you're being a little bitch. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just going to sit down. Fuck this. Freshman year, I ran into him again. But this time by himself, the main motherfucker I didn't like. And I had homies that knew him. I had homies all over the spot, but I knew him specifically that knew him. And I saw him, and he looked at me, and he just walked away, acted like I didn't know who he, he didn't know. He acted like he didn't know who I was. I'm like, all right, fuck it. We'll leave it at that. But one time, I was in this uh, academy shit for high school, and he was dating one of the girls at a younger uh, grade. And he saw me really, like, straight up, and he looked at me, and he's like, oh, shit, what's up, dog? I don't, I don't know him like that. But he's like, what's up, dog? Like. You know, like, we're cool, right? I'm like, yeah, we're good. I'm like, he, he recognized me, too. Yeah. He's like, we're good, right? I'm like, yep, we're good. He's like, all right, cool, dog. And he would always say what's up to me. But he knew exactly, like, if we would have fucked this fool up in the restroom, I don't know what the fuck would have came back to me when <laughs> this fool gets older. <laughs> but I had homies that knew him, and they're like, oh, fuck. Like, oh, my bad, dog, you know? I didn't mean to uh, try to do some dumb shit like that. But yeah, they tried to jump my ass. Luckily, I didn't go in there. Now it would have turned to something else worse later yeah. on. Who knows? I'm glad it turned out what it turned out, though. Maybe he saw, like, all his fucking decisions. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, they were bullying. They were bullying people, dog. And he was in eighth grade. Maybe, I was in seventh. Maybe he bullied the wrong person. And that yeah, I person think, fucking yeah. And I knew he didn't know how to fight because he fought some soccer player. And the soccer player fucked him up. I mean, you kind of figure, too, a group of guys. Yeah. Fuck with one person. That's, you know, that. that's when they feel the most. You know, but since he was vulnerable, yeah, he was like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna squash it." Uh, my homie that knew him, I didn't know he went. He knew him, but I knew because they're from the same neighborhood. And uh, I happened to go with him in sixth grade. He moved in there, and me and him were fucking tight as fuck because he was cool as fuck, dude. Me and him were fuck around so much. And I remember that we tried to jump me in his neighborhood in sixth grade, dog. He tried to jump me in his neighborhood. Yeah. And um, I told him not, nah, dog. Like. You guys live all the way over there on the other side of fucking Anaheim. I'm not gonna get jumped in right here when I know there's a neighborhood right here. They're gonna yeah. fucking tell there's me shit. There's a rap sheet of neighborhoods. Yeah. <laughs> For real. And I don't know who you get along with yeah. and who you don't. So I'm good, you know? Like, I'm cool with you though. And forever we were cool. Right now he's fighting life. Damn. Duffel's fighting life right now. But yeah, it's crazy, dog. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of crazy shit. Yeah, but you, you know, you walk up the street, you know, like different neighborhoods and shit. Like, because I, I grew up here on Kroger, but I was everywhere. You know yeah. I, mean? I had friends down the street. I have friends that don't Bush even street. get along anymore. You know, I got friends over there by the fucking um, Jefferson one, you know, like everywhere. You know what I mean? So it was just like a whole fucking mixture of, hey, you want to you wanna be from here? Or you want to be from there? Or you're, you're kicking it, right? What's up? Hey, you you want to be down like that? You the know? thing is that I didn't get along with certain neighborhoods. Is that I got along with certain people in there. Yeah, 
Exactly. And they're requests. Fuck with me. People you grew up with. There's people know? over there that I don't like their neighborhood, but that one person, I'm cool with and them. That's why you're there. Yeah, and you know? that's why I'm kicking with him. Only that's it. That's how. That's how. That's how. But I like whatever they have, that's none of my fucking business. I stay out of it. But um, there's a lot of them that I just get along with. They're just cool as fuck, and I didn't know they were from it until they later told me, like, "Oh, fool, where you live at?" the fuck you live over there those are that i honestly i'm not into this shit yeah you know like i grew up there that's it I'm some of them are my it. homies i kick it here with this one and this one i don't say their names but i kick it with a certain couple homies right here and that's about it the other fools you know same thing with you guys i want to kick it with you you and you yeah that whole neighbor shit that's just not yeah. for me that luckily though like I, I like I go I got into deep with that shit, but luckily like gracias a Dios like I never fucking got labeled, you know. Yeah. I never got yeah. stopped. I never got like labeled like okay this cat's from here, and you know like most people do, you they know, do. And, and they get known like that, and that's they how do. I awesome. remember <laughs> Benito. I'm not gonna say where they labeled them from, but they had them under the fucking gang unit. Had them under a certain neighborhood. And that shit was funny as fuck. He's like, what the fuck, dog? I'm not even, I don't even live over there. <laughs> they had me labeled as that. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> the polypool motor. And people like, would hit him up. Here? You're from over there. They would hit him up and tell him, yeah, I know you're from there. I'm like, no, nah, he's not from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's because the thing is that we used to kick it with certain fools and they would label us yeah. like, oh, this was from there. I'm like, wait, he's from over Nah, like, I was just, uh, I had homies everywhere. And thankfully, you know, that kept me out of trouble, too. Like, oh, fuck, this fool doesn't get along with this fool. Mm -hmm. I'm not in the middle. I always told him, like, hey, whatever beef you guys got, I'm not in this shit. Yeah. Don't make me tell me. Don't be telling me, like, hey, tell that fool. Nah, fuck that. That's your shit. Yeah. You fucking go tell him. But if somebody wants to plot some stupid, stupid shit when it comes to, like, fucking, like, pointing something, then I'm going to be like, hey, homie, you're not going to do that shit. Yeah. One time, dog. Uh, I'm not going to mention names. Uh, this was when I had my white char challenger. Uh, I was going to the gym. And I was coming on from the Broadway side. I was pulling up. And there is a dude in a black car taking a piss in the door. Right there. Just taking a piss openly, dog. Yeah, go take a piss. <laughs> Sorry, I got it. <laughs> <laughs> go for it, dog. I'm going to have to fucking pause this shit. We'll come back after these messages. All right, we're back. He's got the right note. He's playing. Hit that little personal. I know. <laughs> I, <laughs> I don't practice Santeria. I ain't got no crystal ball. <laughs> but if I had a daughter, nah, fuck that. We ain't having a karaoke, dog. I have an ugly voice for this shit. <laughs> we just wanted to see if this one was right. play. So this will be my last story since we're, no, we're already cutting in. We we could talk for fucking days and eventually we'll probably bring you in again. Fuck it. Yeah. But um, back to the story. I had came from the gym and I went through the alley. And I see some dude pissing in a black car on the passenger seat. He had the door open, you know, hiding himself, obviously, having his little cover right there. And I didn't think anything of it. So I'm just there waiting, but I look away because I'm not going to fucking look at some dude fucking taking a piss right there in the alley. 
And I'm just waiting, and he notices that I'm right there waiting. But he's like, oh, fuck, he finished up, got in his car, and he pulled up to the side. When that's going on, I see some dude in the middle of the fucking alley walking towards my car, throwing up whatever fucking set he's from. I'm just like, fuck. And then I look, and then I notice who it was, because he used to kick it with some dude in the neighborhood. But they had a fallout. I didn't know that. So I'm right there, and I'm waiting. I'm like, fuck it. He knows who I am, and uh, I know who he is, so we'll see what happens right here. But I see he's locked out. So I'm right there waiting, and I'm like, all right, he's on a fucking sick one. He goes to the passenger seat, or the passenger side, and he's like, hey, homie, what the fuck? And he looks at me, he's like, fuck, I know who you are. Fool my bad dog, you know, I'm just fucking... He, I couldn't hear what the fuck he was saying. But what that was going on, some dude in the truck, in the pickup truck in the back, pops out with the fucking shotgun. Oh, that's like the second back. noise we hear. Right. It's just fucking haunted or what? So, <laughs> it's, it's Halloween, Halloween dog. It's Halloween. <laughs> so, I see some dude in the shotgun pull that shit out. Boom. And I'm like, fuck, what the fuck are these fools doing? And the phone, the passenger is telling me, hey, fool, like, and then I started hearing his words, but then he turned around and told the guy in the alley with the shotgun, he pulled his hand out like a stop sign. Yeah. And that fool pulled his the strap, he put it, he threw it back in the fucking truck. I'm like, all right, cool. This, I'm, I'm fucking good now, yeah. dog, you know? Like, I'm fucking over here shitting bricks, and then I see it go down. I'm like, all right. He's like, hey, I'm looking for so-and-so. And I'm like, to be honest, dog, I don't kick it with him. You know that. They're cool with me. I'm cool with them. They're my homies. If I did or I didn't, I'm going to tell you shit. I know you, but I don't know you that well. I was like, He's like, no, 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 I'm not trying to put you in that situation, dog. All fucked up, dog. He's like, but I'm looking for them. Mm-hmm. And let them know that I'm looking for them. I was like, fuck. How the fuck? I hate when they put you in that spot. Yeah, they put me in that spot. Yeah. And I was like, what the Even fuck? Even though he didn't want to. This motherfucker. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I was like, those are my homies. And uh, whatever you guys had. There's none of my problems. But the fact that I have you here bringing out two other motherfuckers. From different neighborhoods to come and do your dirty work. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't respect that shit. Nah, it's because this fool did this and this fool. All right, that's your fucking personal shit. You don't have to bring. Nah, but they're my cousins and they have my back. I was like, well, I'm just saying, if you're going to do that shit, just get ready to face the consequences of the shit that's going to come to you. Mm-hmm. He's like, it's not even like that, dog. But don't even trip, fool. I, my bad, Spencer. I'm like, all right, dog, well, whatever. Spencer. Right away, I went to my house. I stayed inside. I'm like, fuck that. I ain't going out there. I got my phone and I texted Benito because Benito's brother happens to be one of the guys that was named. At that time, me and Benito, we had a fallout that was unnecessary, but me and him did have a fallout that lasted like about six months. But I texted him. I was like, hey, they're looking for your brother. This, this, this shit. They told me this, this, and that. Look after him because shit is going to happen. Mm-hmm. He never replied to me. But I was like, now I let but him know. I gave him that shit. And I, that was like around August, September, August, like in the summer when I sent him that message. Stayed at that. But then me and him, you know, we made truce and whatever happened, happened. I was like, all right, cool. But, you know, later on that story goes on. 
But like I'm like, these motherfuckers have the audacity audacity to fucking come in here with like like that dog. And I hit up the other fool too, my other homie. I'm like, hey fool, what the fuck happened? You didn't even give me a heads up. I'm over here fucking getting trapped with the fucking shotgun guy fucking running, walking in the alley with like nothing, like and like he whatever. Knew, he knew that they were. And he knew, and they knew. He knew he had a fallout with them. <laughs> That's crazy. He's like, hey, my bad, you know, but you know, this happened, this happened, and we had a fallout. But I didn't know this fucking jackass was gonna do some shit like that. Now I'm gonna have to go fucking look for him. I'm like, man, you guys are fucking wack. This is I and I told him straight up. I'm like. This is why you gotta fucking be careful who you hang out with because you don't know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. You guys are on a fucking sick one. I know both of you guys are on a sick one. You guys are doing your own shit. Something happens and you guys twist the shit around, but you guys are bringing other motherfuckers in here that don't fuck around. And that's the thing that fucks everything up. He's like, yeah, I know, dog. That shit fucking, that shit happened and this and this is gonna happen. All right. That's none of my business, dog. But I'm just telling you that that shit just happened to me right now. And then it stayed like that, and thankfully nothing happened in that situation with those people. But um, it's crazy what happens when you hang out like uh, random people and you bring random foods from different neighborhoods and shit like that. Yeah, I remember it started getting to the point where um, the neighborhood that I used to kick it here, and then I started seeing fools from a different neighborhood started kicking it here, and I was like, who the fuck did these yeah. people and then when remember when I I used to leave and come back all the time. Yeah. But when I would come come back, I would always see different heads. Like who the fuck are these people? You know. Yeah, and then <laughs> there is a couple of dudes that I didn't get along with. Yeah. And not neighborhood shits because they act stupid and they would burn out the spot. Exactly. And I'm like, why the fuck do you guys let these fools kick it here? I'm like, oh no, they just want to kick it for a bit. This and that. I'm like, yeah, but they're doing stupid. Yeah, one of them it. is over here climbing the fucking tree trying to burn it to cut one of the electric wires off. I'm like this motherfucker's gonna electrocute right. himself. This was on a sick one. Yeah. Literally on a sick one. And then we'll get off and they'll try to hit up random people and like, hey, you don't do that shit here, dog. Like, roll out. Yeah. And thankfully, they, a lot of them rolled out. And it's clean now. It's like, shit. Since what I've seen, yeah. Nothing. Not, not, not no one kicks it here. Kicks Nobody, it. like. That time is like, I think that. Um, it's in the history books yeah, now. That time is in the history books now because when me and you were, were in our teens, it was fucking hot. It was always hot. It was stupid hot. Yeah, I remember, um, you know, Kroger Street, fucking palm trees. You know what I mean? This was the street. That oh, fucking, I forgot about those fucking palm trees. This was the street that <laughs> had fucking palm trees there. Up and down the street, it was like fucking 20, 30 palm mm-hmm. trees. But those palm trees were fucking awesome. You know, you, it brings back memories on yeah. that shit. Now I, I remember those palm I, trees. I, I, but literally, when you said that, I'm like, Bro, aren't they out there right now? Nah. And I thought about it like, wait, they, they did cut them, them down. Out very recently, they like cut all every single one of them down. What was it? 2015? I forgot what year. Dog. But anyways, behind. those fucking palm trees saved my life one time too. Because I remember when fools would come by fucking drive. I remember once we were in a drive-by shooting like a couple times. Yeah, I remember fucking, hearing uh, those gunshots. You fucking, you had a chance to dodge and hide because of those fucking palm trees. Now I don't see the way, you know, I don't see you fucking getting away from anything. And the thing is that, <laughs> fucking Benito, dog. In the alley, Benito would shoot down every fucking light from the apartments. Yeah. So it was pitch black in the alley. And I remember the factory didn't have that light back then. So it was nah. pitch black in that street, too. So you, you wouldn't see, see shit. Yeah, you couldn't see anybody. And I remember one time the cops, 
some shit happened, but the cops went strolling through, dog, and they were fucking scared coming through the alley. Yeah. They were fucking with their hand on the strap, looking back and forth. Like, why the fuck is this alley fucking pitch black? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to tell them. Benito fucking shot down the lights. <laughs> Allegedly. Allegedly. Allegedly, <laughs> he shot down the lights. And that foot thought it was funny. Those fucking cops. It's because you don't even know what the fuck you're getting into as a, nah, as a cop. Those was my assholes, dog. And Anaheim would just fucking, you know. They would pull up randomly and yeah. they would catch fools. I remember one time, one of these fools, <laughs> I'm pulling up and the cops came right at the same time. And you just see one of them throw the fucking pipe. The fucking tweak pipe. Yeah. Shoom, it breaks right there. And got rid of evidence. I'm like, I'm just screwing it up behind the wheel. Like, <laughs> they didn't see shit. The cops didn't see that shit. Yeah. But, fucking cops. Cops are dicks. Yeah. I got pulled over one time when I was fucking like 13. I remember. Oh, they pulled your ass over? Yeah, it was a fucking, I, I never forget. It was a chinito, a white cop, and a negrito. Those mm-hmm. motherfuckers treated me like if I was fucking, like, like I don't even know, bro. Like, if I was a, a criminal, dog, you know? Because I'm a criminal. Yeah. They label you as a criminal right away. I was walking down the street, and, you know, you know right here, fucking uh, Raymond's Alley. You know right there, dog. Yeah. It always smelled like blood right there, dog. Whatever Not, happened with they, Like, if they were smoking or whoever was blazing mm-hmm. it right there, it always smelled like blood. So fucking, I was walking down the street, walking down, happened to be walking down that alley, and there were posters right there. As soon as they saw me fucking walking up, they grabbed me by the arm. Say, hey, come here. Instead of fucking. Instead of saying, hey, where are you going? Yeah. No, right away, boom. They grabbed me by the arm, got me in the fucking, got me on top of the car. They fucking literally pushed my whole face into the hood where my legs were flying up in the air, bro. <laughs> I was fucking 13, bro. I was like fucking. Oh, you guys can't be doing this shit. I know my rights. You know what I mean? I'm fucking young. I don't know shit. But at the same time, like, they can't be doing this shit, dog, you know? Well, they fucking searched me and everything. They didn't find anything at the time because I didn't have shit, dog. They just let me go. But those motherfuckers are ruthless. The legal shit that they used to do, dog. Yeah, they got away with a lot. I remember one time they pulled up on Benito and I was like, I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. (laughs) (laughs) That shit ain't gonna help you. Who's this motherfucker? (laughs) They don't give a fuck. A fucking guy, dog. Oh man. Um, yeah, but that, remember that got me. That got me uh, away from getting searched. Actually, pleading the fourth. Pleading the fourth. Yeah, because they cannot. They cannot search you. Uh-huh. They cannot. Uh, you know, look you well, up or anything. Without no warrant. If you're not on probation or parole, or you don't have a warrant, and you just give them your name. Because uh, I remember one time in my fucking in my time when I was all fucking around. They had all the reason to fucking take me to jail, and I had all the fucking, you know, I had evidence on me, whatever the fuck you want to call it. And then uh, the cop, he gets out of his car. He's getting ready to put his gloves on. I'm just walking down the street, you know, minding my own business. But he's getting ready to put his gloves on. He's getting out of the car, and he's like, hey, you, come here. And I remember, like, stinking fuck. I know how to get out of this situation. I'm like, fuck, I'm going to plead the fourth. <laughs> you know what I mean? I said, nah, uh, I plead the fourth. I'm not a probation or parole. You know what? I'm I'm heading to work and you're gonna make me late and I can't, you know, be you know, be late for work or I'm gonna get fired. I told him all that in a couple seconds and then just walked away. And once I plead the fourth, like he couldn't like they can't they can't go after you, no, bro. They know who to fuck with and who not. Yeah, who not to fuck with, dog. So right away he already knew, like, oh, I can't fuck with this guy. So I just fucking, oh, what's your name? I give him my name from like from a distance, you know? I told him my name and I walked away, and that was the end of it. That was like I felt so like Cause I had every reason yeah, for him yeah, to yeah, fucking yeah. search me, and I was like, "Well, I got away." Like, but hey, 
and I'm not saying you guys to use that or anything, but like fucking, <laughs> that was uh, one of my experiences in fucking getting away. It's a uh, it's a whole different world. Yeah, you know, like um, I had a homie that would come over here, pass by, and kick it with us. And uh, I remember, I don't know, you remember the tweaker? They used to live here, the Weta. La Weta, yeah. Remember her a guy? They would always get in it with in the yeah. alley, and I was just shocked looking at them. I'm like, hey, what the fuck you doing? Look over here. Because if you, they see you that you're looking at them, they're going to be like, hey, what the fuck is your problem? Yeah, they, dude, yeah. they would drag anybody into it. They would drag into it. Into and I'm argument. like, I know you haven't seen this shit. For us, it's normal. Yeah. But keep your eyes off that shit and mind your own fucking business. That's yeah. what I told them. I remember a time like, where. Ah, dog, but I don't, I don't really see this shit. I don't know. Shit, fool, you live in the suburbs. I used to make fun of them. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you're in the hood, dog. Like, just ignore that shit. That's We're over here kicking it. daily, that shit. That was on the daily. That's yeah. normal shit for us. Yeah, I remember that. I had her on my on my bad side one time. Yeah, and she was a fucking bitch, dude. No, well, she threw people under the bus, and she did that also to everybody. You know? And that caused the dude that used to live across the street his got his face got sliced by a knife. Wow, I, I, you never heard that? No, I didn't hear that. He fucking got Charlie once too. He fucking stabbed Charlie in the fucking in the armpit. Yeah. I remember that shit. Benito was like, "What the fuck? There's blood all over the place." Benito and fucking Charlie were like. I'm gonna get him back for the him trip. Fuck. <laughs> 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 he was the he was a trip. I might have an episode just for him later on, but I'm not ready for that. But yeah, that shit. That's just crazy. I remember Benito was like, back. "Can you believe this motherfucker?" I'm like, "What happened, dog? This motherfucker got shanked over here in the shoulder." And he's like, "I'm gonna get him back, dog. Don't even trip." He's like, "Who the fuck did this to you? Don't trip, fool. I'm gonna get him back." Hell <laughs> no. Head, dog. He's like, what the fuck? All fucking like. But who got cut in the face? Uh, the dude that used to live across the street right here. Um, he barely moved in too, and he was fucking around with that tweaker white bitch. No way. And that dude was locked up, and when he came out, he was locked up or he in the hospital or some shit. He found out, and he just fucking sliced his face with a knife. And you know when someone slices your knife, your fucking face, for you're no good, dog. They did that shit for a reason. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh yeah, for my fellow podcast listeners, we're having a little talk right here. But yeah, usually when you fuck up and you do something stupid, and someone slices your face, it's because you're no good, pretty much. Yeah, because you did something scandalous to them, and if you get your face sliced, you're like, "Fuck, that's fucking serious." At a high note. That's, that's and this fool was an OG who did it, so he knows what oh, he yeah. knew his shape. But he was on a sick one. He wanted to make sure that he didn't. Yeah, that's something you're not gonna forget when someone does that shit to you. But um, <clears throat> yeah, that shit, and yeah, he got Charlie too, unfortunately, with the fucking knife. But I haven't seen that for ever since either. Yeah, like it comes back to what I said. Those people get dealt with. Like, yeah, like, sooner or later, like you said, that guy's fighting life. Yeah, he's get fucking I don't know what happened. Matter of but I remember I was saying, dog, <laughs> back in the day, I remember when I first met that fool. When I came through the alley, I was, I was coming out of work and I just see a big ass motherfucker on a bike. When he was healthy, that motherfucker was scary. Yeah. And I think to this day, I think he's the only motherfucker that's ever like gotten me scared. Like, what the fuck? Who's this fool? Because he was huge, straight out of prison. He was scary, motherfucker. And he deserved it. I heard his nickname and I was like, fuck, now I know why they call him that shit. But when I, thankfully, you know, I was cool with them. 
And then, you know, with drugs, landed his ass in a fucking wheelchair for a little bit. You remember no, that? He couldn't walk for a minute. He couldn't walk for a minute. And I talked to him about it. <clears throat> and he was like, yeah, I was fucking uh, shooting up. Yeah, H. And uh, they put some shit in there and that shit fucking. Sooner or later. That's what that shit threw me in the fucking hospital. And he was in a fucking wheelchair. All this, like shit they try to throw in there. Shit that was made yeah, like. All laced up and all that bullshit. And uh, I was like, damn, like, I remember when this fool was 250, pure muscle. Now he's like 150, scrawny ass motherfucker. Yeah. At that time, he didn't scare me. I no never more. got to see him at that time when he was like, I, I have, I have, oh, you didn't get to see him when nah, he was huge? I only got, I got to, to see I, him when he was big. I met dog. him and seen him when, when he was fucking already like. He was like Debo, dog. Bigger than Debo. Really? Wow. He was big, dog. He was a monster. It's crazy what those. What he was a monster. Debo, he, I'm telling you, dog, he's probably the only guy that's ever intimidated me. He's like those prison fucking what you see on TV, yeah. prison fools. He was big, but <clears throat> yeah, that shit's scary. It's it's crazy what drugs do to you. Yeah, that shit fucked them up. Don't do them. Huh? <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do drugs, eh? Like no matter what you've been through, we all go through shit. But drugs, yeah. nah. This pill shit's even worse. To be oh, honest. Yeah. It's, it's that getting, shit it's was crazier one, every year. Like, like you know, like we're doing like meth and you know windows, broken windows and all that bullshit. Like, you got a chance to fucking survive that shit. Yeah. These pills, any day you fucking just overdose one day and you're just not gonna it's, wake it's up. A, the, it's because you don't know what's in them. No, now yeah. everything's <clears throat> getting laced up with everything, yeah. dog. Like that fentanyl shit. Even coke is getting laced. I'm not oh, even yeah. gonna do coke anymore. Fuck that. Nah, fuck. I mean. Not that we do coke, but <laughs> you know I mean? allegedly we don't do coke. That shit's all fucking. <laughs> you don't even know what you're getting. Just, just fucking smoke some weed and and, and relax. You know that's, that's, that's why I, I just take to yeah. I just stick to alcohol. Some people are not allowed to drink alcohol because they don't know how to act. Yeah, I personally know how to control it and I know when to stop. You know, there's some people out there that have heavy ass breathing, <laughs> <laughs> interrupting the fucking podcast. <laughs> Wow. And, uh, <laughs> I can't breathe now. Ah, homie, when you go. <gasps> There's no oxygen. You hear that shit, dog. You yeah. hear that shit. We're breathing his air. But <laughs> I'm glad you came through and told your story. Nah, I don't trip, man. It's even better for me to hear with someone that I grew up with. Um, Fortunately, you're still here. Um. Another dude that was here and lost. Shout out to Chino. Oh, yeah. Whatever happened. Um, he follows me on Snap. Yeah. He's working now. He's doing good right now. He got deported. He's in TJ right now. Shout out to uh, Chino. I used to kick it with him in junior high. He knew me before he used to come kick it here. When he moved in over here. He's like, what the fuck? Because back then, I used to like to dress up like a baller. So I had those fucking shirts with the diamonds on them and everything. Yeah. And he knew me as the guy... That dude with the baby blue earrings, because I had baby blue earrings. And he's like, what the fuck? You live here? I'm like, yeah, dog. Shout out to Chino. You suck. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chino. Yeah, he hit me up last time. I'm like, hey, wait, I can't fucking find. He was mad, fool. He's like, I can't find the fucking the podcast, because I had one of his homies on here, a rapper. Okay. And he wanted to hear it. I'm like, hey, fool, hold your fucking horses. Wait 20 minutes, dick. Like, he'll, he'll probably hear this one. I'm going to tell him, like, hey, homie, like, hear this one. You got me and Arthur. He's like, oh, hell yeah. I'm going to hear this one. I'm like, yeah, we'll keep having kids too, dick. Yeah. 
kids if you can. <laughs> you know what I mean, I, I hate to fucking say. Hey, Chino, you know? dog, you're, you know you're you the homie, dog. Him, you know yeah. the homie. I always put that video though when he got laid out by Toby in the alley. Yeah. Um, that video cracks me up because he got laid out, but it's it's I, I liked it because uh, I have Benito and Charlie in there. Oh yeah. Screaming with their fucking. That's when Charlie was actually good. And uh, it brings me back to those days, you know, when we just had fun and shit like that. Yeah, the fucking boxing in the alley. Those memories. Oh, I remember you went at it with fucking Benito once, too. He yeah. got you clean and you didn't go down. That shit was funny as fuck. I remember fun. I wasn't even healthy at that time. You weren't. I was not healthy at that time. I, I think I had you go at it with Michael, too, no? Silent? Uh, yeah. I think you went at it with him, too. Yes. But... Sorry. Like when I see that video, it just takes me back to those days that like we're just having fun. Even know? though everything was fucked up, we, just we had fun. Had we fun. enjoyed those moments. Yeah. Even when you they were smoking weed, shit like that, we didn't have no problems. Like besides, you know, other dumb shit. At that moment, we didn't think we had problems, and we had we had a lot of fun. I think it was just because the group that grew up, you know. Yeah, everybody that grew up on Crow knew each other was cool, but when we mm-hmm. would get someone else, some of these other people to come in here, that's, that's where we fucked up. Yeah. We're bringing other fools out here, and then like certain neighbors didn't like us. They already knew like these motherfuckers are the troublemakers and this. Yeah, and that. but we didn't care, you know. Nah, we we, we didn't care. We were kids. Yeah. We had fun. Buy some chips here and there in La Troquita. They they label they saw us as older cats because we were hanging out with older cats. Yeah, so they were like, oh, and they were saying we were troublemakers, yeah. but we weren't doing anything. These people were smoking weed. We were chilling. We were just relaxing. We didn't cause no problem, but other people will come over here and cause problems. That's right. And um, to be honest, those memories will ever forever live with me. They're they're good ones, a lot of good ones. Yeah, and I won't forget. You know, people throwing up because they drink too much fucking. Um, mm. Mickey's or <laughs> yeah, I remember we used to drink so many forties when we were when I was my but whatever teens, we could afford. The first fucking beers I was drinking were Magnums, King the Magnum, MDs, two elevens. Um, the Cobras <laughs> were the number one. It's hard to think that I was Cobras. drinking that shit at that age, and now like, and then high lives didn't even hint till later on. Now you drink a fucking six pack and you're fucked up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Back in the day, you drink two fours and you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> but like, the thing that cracks me up too, like sometimes I'll listen to some certain songs and it just takes me back memory lane. You can always listen to that song that takes you back to that certain moment. It just takes you back, like you lose yourself, and it takes you there in that very moment when you're there. there. And, and that you remember shit. the people around you too. And sometimes. you remember the people, the laughs, or what happened, the talk, the shit talking. Yeah. <laughs> Fernie, Lamiona, <laughs> <laughs> fucking Charlie would always fucking be like, "Fuck, what are you talking?" No, I would call him. He'll be like, "Negra." When I walk by, I'm like, "Fuck you, Mosca." <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, uh, that fool was funny as fuck, dog. But um, yeah, those those just memories that were cherished forever. Honestly, like, regardless of growing up in a bad area and shit, we had a lot of fucking good memories. That I will not change it in the world, dude. Like, if I were to go back, I would love to live that shit again, okay. no matter what. Yeah. Like, that's something that can't be replaced, and that's a memory I will never 
I'd rather grow up here again and grow up in a nice fucking neighborhood. Oh, yeah. Or whatever, dude. dude like, these it. fucking memories, like, yeah, certain decisions I wish I would have made different. But these, some of these memories were not happening. I would have not done those, this those dumb shit. Those decisions made you who you are today. Yeah. And uh, those memories will not be replaced forever. Fuck no, they won't. And we're, we're fucking glad to share these memories For with real, you guys. Like, you know? As a matter of fact, the ones that didn't grow up in the neighborhood, fuck you, dog, because you didn't get to cherish these memories. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we always have these, these fucking stories. Do you remember the old man that used to live out here in the front? We used to say that that fool was a serial killer. Oh, yeah. Um, it was just things that you just can't replace. And, um, fuck yeah, man. I'm buying some tickets to Brad Paisley. Country concert. Oh, my God. <laughs> Is this episode number five now? Let's talk down country. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't really listen to country, so I don't really fucking know. Anyways. <laughs> Have fun in your concert, dog. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to buy these tickets right now. Yeah. Oh, um, I know. Fucking. I got some Rolling Loud tickets for sale. Rolling Loud tickets? Right here in San Bernardino. Okay. Yeah, How much are you selling them for? I got 800. 800 I got two. for two? Yeah. So okay. if anybody fucking wants. When is that? That's going to be in, I think it's going to be December. December. Yeah. I got tickets to Once Upon a Time in LA. Okay. And I'm gonna be selling those too. Yeah, I don't wanna like, go because you know I think like I'm gonna sell them for five hundred. Don't you have to be vaccine now to go to fucking wow. events like that? Bro, now, bro, I don't fucking I don't know where. Dude, dude. it's they're made it where you can't I bought them just to resell them because I know I'm not gonna go. Well I bought them initially just to go, but then at the end of the day I felt like okay, well all this shit's going on and bull crap, so I'm like fuck it, I'm just gonna just gonna sell them. So LA made a mandate that you have to have the vaccine and you have to show proof that you have the vaccine. But when you're in there, you have, you have, to, fuck, you have to wear your mask. That doesn't make sense to me. Well, you know, people are not going to give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. You know, and vaccinated or, vaccinated or not vaccinated, you know. I don't give a fuck, dog. Like, I don't know. I, where all this shit is going, I don't know. Where it's I'm letting going. my immune system take care of me, and that's that. Yeah, I mean, for those people out there, you to, know. To each to their own. Yeah, exactly. But for me, I'm not vaccinated. You, if you, if you need to get the vaccine. The vaccine, go ahead. You know what I mean. If, if you got morbidities, you know you got fucking diabetes, cancer, or you know you got some type of thing that's, you know you got in you. You you need to get the vaccine, then go for it. Older generation, uh, yeah, yeah, older old generations, or you're having complicated problems, it'll but probably hit you less. If you don't want to get, I mean, you should just fucking. Build up your immune system. Take some fucking vitamins and eat healthy. Do what we did tea, when we were kids, fool. Yeah. Eat dirt. Yeah, eat fucking dirt. Eat and dirt. That'll build up your immunity. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, that helps you. <laughs> nah, For real, dog. Shit. Nah, but just fucking, you know, to each their own, dog. Yeah. You, know? you want to get it, get it. If you don't, fuck it. For but, real. You know, take care of yourself. At, but I just want to tell you, dog, you know, I appreciate for you for coming. Nah, thank you. And man. I would always see you as a brother no matter what. Thank you. You know, because uh, there's certain people that we could call family when we're friends. Blood doesn't fucking yeah. do any of that shit. Yeah. But um, only certain people know what you've been through and haven't been through. And you're probably one of those, I would say, as a friend, yeah. as a brother. And um, I'm glad where you're at because uh, besides all this shit that you went through, you moved out of here, out of Orange County. You live now yeah. in Riverside. Yeah. You work every day. You're back with yep. your family. You're back with your wife. Yep. 
or a girlfriend, you're back with your kids, and you're enjoying that shit every fucking day. I work every fucking day. And I I know you fucking work work every day. And and to keep that shit, my respects to you, because a man, like, we all go through some shit, but to be able to come back from that and go back to where you're headed to, where you're supposed to be at, it's a fucking honor to, like, no, you could have been somewhere else, and yeah. you're right there where you're supposed I to be. Of, I think about that shit every day, and uh, that's a blessing, and yeah. the blessing, and something that you should cherish for the rest of your life. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I always look back at my past, you know, just mm-hmm. so I can move forward. And I like always. people like you, people like my other homies, people like uh, that been through it and done it, and they fucking survive that shit. Believe it or not, I always speak of you guys because, like. Um, there's people, unfortunately, that don't make it out of it. Yeah. It's, and it's, sad. it's a sad thing to watch. And there's no blueprint for this shit. No. You just have to go what it is. My only advice is if you're going through this shit, you have a family member going through this shit, take them to fucking um, rehab and don't let them come back. That's the only thing I can say because that's all I know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. For, <clears throat> you know, it, it's, it's different for everybody. But, you know take them to rehab, find out what that person is really, you know, what's really yeah. beating them up and you can, maybe you could help them, but it really just, it they're takes, gonna, it it's going to go person. one year and come out through the other. Yeah, and they're it not takes learn. the person to help themselves. Yeah. If you really want it, to, it's you'll within it. the person. Yeah. And, uh, there's no blueprint for this shit. Nah. Um, no, like if you really care, just throw his ass out and just don't let him come back. Sometimes that's what it takes for that's somebody to is. actually hit rock bottom. I rather I rather have them away than dead in the street. Yeah, simple as that. Also, I want to say, uh, you know, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate you having me on your one year anniversary. Uh, oh know, yeah, your your one year anniversary. I told you episode. I was gonna get you on a yeah. day, a special day, dog. And, and I'm like, glad oh, you came on. I'm this honored. Day. So yeah, thank you. Thanks for that very much. And uh, it was nice to meet you. I'm honored. Yeah. No, no. Finally, <laughs> you know, fucking, listening to you, you're on the always podcast. fucking breathing on the mic and shit. Yeah, as, as, a, as a long time listener, you know, I'm always curious. Yeah, so yeah, it's awesome. I'm, I'm, I'm happy you. It's came. cool to listen to you guys talk about you know shit that you know you guys went through shit. We you know I went through that could kind of fucking re- reflect on you know what you guys went through. It's it's kind of awesome, you know. It's not a lot of you know people doing. Doing it like nah, this. No, no, honestly, this is very courageous. I mean, I, I don't, for him, like, I don't know how much it took out of him to really, like, want to do that. I mean, yeah. I, I've seen him, like, uh, today I, I witnessed him just fucking, like, do the editing, and I'm like, okay, this guy really does care about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's not something that I've really thought about because I feel like the effort comes more from him. Yeah. When in reality, this would be a team effort thing. But I'm glad that, you know, someone like you, you know, came on and, you know, and says their testimony and, and really tells us, you know, the, the feedback is just it's, it's it's not just for you i mean i've, I've gotten it from other people which is like fuck this is something that can really become better you know yeah. what i mean and it's just the progress just like yeah. anything else better 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 you know it's as long as we try if we don't stop trying you know we're just gonna fail so yeah it is, just keep trying and then hopefully when we get you back, we don't have to go on these hard topics. We just get to ease up and kick it like we used to. Dog. Yeah, it was easy though. Honestly, you're you're good though. Honestly, I. I mean, yeah, you it did was... a good job. I'm, I'm not gonna lie, you fucking. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of hard, but hey, you know what? It's just, and the beginning is hard, and yeah. then after later you start. I just it's I, sometimes I like to say what I've been through just so like I can remember myself. You know what I mean? Because sometimes I forget. Yeah, because I'm just all kind of. And a lot of, of it is a blur, right? And, yeah. A lot of it is a blur. Do you honest, remember yeah. a lot? Yeah. To be honest, it's I've 
I've learned to um, <clears throat> I learned to like uh, just bottle it up, you know, bottle everything up. I, yeah. I I suppress a lot of those memories because you know just so I can move forward. You because, don't want to be reminded. Yeah, you don't want to. You I remember it to get me going because I know that that's me every day. But at the same time, like you know, a lot of those memories are suppressed. I don't really like to remember it because you know I'm, yeah. I'm me who I am today, hardworking guy. I take care of my family, so and that's all that matters, you know. And my two mm, boys yep. that I got at home, so that's uh, that, that's the only thing that matters to me. That's right a beautiful now. thing to say. Yeah. At this moment, you know, like a lot of people don't get the chance to say that shit. So yeah, if you, you got kids, it. you got kids, love them, man. Yeah. Love them to the fucking. <clears throat> Enjoy that shit. The day is done. You know Enjoy I mean? that shit. Yeah. We went. We went through a lot of shit. Yeah. You went through a lot of shit. And to see you have a happy home, honestly, though, that's fucking satisfying. That's, that's all. Perfect I, that's all I ever wanted. You know, honest. like, you know, and it's just it we was, got people stressing. Oh, I want to be this person. Rich is trying to make yeah. it to get out of the life. I never knew how to get there, but you know, yeah. once, once you get there, it's just like our man, goal is just to be alive. Awesome, that's it. You know. Yeah, it's just to be. Uh, yeah. You know, a productive member of society. Get yourself out there, you know. Pay your taxes, yeah. get stolen from here and here get, and there. Pay your taxes, <laughs> get, get your tax money back. You know, I never, fuck, I didn't do my taxes till I was like fucking 20-something, bro. There's a lot of these older heads that I talk to, and they're like, bro, mm-hmm. I don't even know how to fucking yeah, do credit. They don't even know how to do that shit. Credit. Which is the most important thing in life. <laughs> right. That makes shit that. easier or harder school. for you. Yeah. Like we're barely, <clears throat> all these cats are barely learning how to maintain credit, yeah. how to fucking save money in your bank. If you don't have credit, you get a loan get for a whole house. Yeah. We don't know how to do all that shit. Like we're just learning how to stay alive, yeah. and then we learn this extra shit later on, which is already like too late. And it's, it's too late, but is at this moment for us, it's never too late. Well, yeah, it's never too people late. People older, uh, older than us, they didn't even know that shit. Well, well, well. Look who decided to come. I imagine. <laughs> Yeah, hold on. Yeah, so that shit. Yeah. yeah, so when you're young, you don't know shit, but now you're older. No, yeah, we're ending it already. So, um, thank you for coming again. Yeah, I don't even trip. And we're gonna have you back, dog. But this time we'll bring with familiar faces. And All right, we'll have a better, like, even, a, like a, better a group, <laughs> a better group. All right, I'm we'll bring Bernie. Bernie, where you at? <laughs> I imagine. <laughs> but uh, we'll end it at. Why is my internet acting stupid? Why is my internet acting stupid? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to end it with... Uh, he chose a song. 93 Till. 93 Till. We'll end it like Finn. that. Yo, what's up? Classic this is Tajay right? of the Mighty Souls of Mischief Crew. I'm chilling with my man Festo, my man A+. Plus and my man... <laughs> and right now, you know, we just maxing in the studio. We hailing from East Oakland, California. And um, sometimes it gets a little hectic out there. So many females, so much
my freestyle. 